It was good to be sure of Catswain at last. Do you take honey? She asked in her most muddled voice. I can never remember. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> What's up, book clubbers? That's right, it's your boy Nerdy. And your boy Clarooster. <laughs> the boyest of boys, the Clarooster. <laughs> this is the Nerdy, the Wordy, the Book Club. Welcome back to Winter's Heart, chapters 15 through 25. An episode, a long-awaited episode of the podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> because uh, surprising many people, Matt Coffin, not dead. What? What? In this economy? That one was just for you. Had you. To, you had to start the show with this yeah. nonsense. Yes. Guys, I know that you only hear her say in this economy occasionally, but I hear her say it too much. We've gone too far. She's driven me to drink. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I will never get over how large that mug is. I think it's um, hilarious. No, it's great. It's great. No. I have I have one joke, guys, and and it's it's a it's a it's a pretty good joke. Uh, David Zoller says Clarus is a unicorn rooster. Uh, no, Clarus is a unicorn hunter, uh, and <laughs> wow. <laughs> Some of you will understand what that means. Blue, thank you for being a member for eleven Blue. months. Welcome back to the nerd tape. Blue gifted out twenty nerdy nightly memberships. I feel like we, it, this is like becoming a recurring bit at the beginning of the show, is us being like, Blue, what are you doing, you mad lad? Oh my god. Blue is single-handedly <laughs> trying to get all of the names in chat green. Uh, I like Frank, uh, Franklin Cheatham says, it's at Blue o'clock. It's, <laughs> Blue, thank you Blue, so much, holy shit. As always, that means the world, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. That is incredibly generous. Uh, you don't have to do that, but we do, we do, do, do appreciate you, you, you. We do be appreciating you. <clears throat> it's true, true, true. We appreciate you, you, you. Okay, that song was in my head this morning. Was that because of you? <laughs> I might have been singing it in my sleep. Okay. Knowing me. Uh, y'all, yeah. this is the Nerdy Wordy Book Club, and before we get into, uh, more Wheel of Time, uh, which you can tell because I am only wearing our merch today, uh... <laughs> Fourthwall.com slash nerdy nightly. Oh, yeah. um, go to uh, go to audibletrial.com slash nerdy nightly because they're the sponsor of the pod. Audible is a service where you can learn things by having other people read to you in case you are lazy. Yeah, Audible, the place where if you know your ears are not occupied, you can occupy them. <laughs> what, what would be occupying their ears? <laughs> Other sounds. Oh. <laughs> I just, in my head, I was like, who's living in people's ears? Like, what kind of gnome nonsense do other people deal with? You don't ask. I, you said occupy, and my brain immediately went to, like, hotel Renting? rooms. Renting? Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> for, when, for when no one is staying in your ear hotel, audibletrial.com slash nerdy nightly. <laughs> uh, your hotel is a new one. I, I, I like that. Y'all, like we've that a had a week. Mm. We've had a week and mm -hmm. we're tired and yeah. uh, we traveled a lot and so this this might be the most unhinged book club we've ever done. It might be, but thankfully we have caffeine. Yes, and I have a mug the size of my head full of coffee. That yeah, uh, yeah. I think that mug is literally the size of my head. Anyways, yeah. is that oh. just 
How many like times did you have to press the coffee maker to fill that? No, this is just one French press. Oh. Plus some dark chocolate almond milk. Um, all right. Why not? <laughs> We're back. We are officially 75% of the way through mm-hmm. Winter's Heart, book yep. nueve of the Wheel of Time. And I got to ask Clarus, mm-hmm. how are you feeling? Oh, before we get into that, really quickly, y'all, we're going to do a live stream Monday morning. Uh, so if you want to know about our trip and everything, we're just going to do a big live stream Monday morning. We're going to be building some stuff that a company sent us, mm-hmm. um, which is going to be really fun. Here's a little tease. Oh, my God. Wait. Here's a little tease. Uh, Relaine, thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you. Um, The Ukrainian toy making company, U-Gears, sent us... They, they sent us this one pre-built. I think they thought that we were dumb. And they were like, if we, they, they need to know what it looks like done in order to build it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they're a Ukrainian uh, manufacturer. Um, and they they sent like- us... Look at this dragon. Yeah. So we're going to try and build this on stream Monday while we tell you about our lives. Yeah. <clears throat> it's going to be... Yeah. It's going to be something. It's so gonna- Yu-Gi-Oh's. They're, they're really cool. Yeah. Um, look at that dragon. I'm excited to build it. Honestly, it's going to be rad. Yeah. So, yeah, if you don't have anything to do Monday morning, come on and hang out. Uh, same time as Book Club, 11 a.m. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Relaine, thank you for that super chat. Uh, can't join live today. Well, you're a liar because you're here right now. <laughs> Looking forward to listening later. I totally understand. Uh, thank you for that super chat. And Lev, thank you for that super chat. Uh, Lev just spent two weeks watching almost nothing but Book Club so I could catch this live. You both are great. Lev. <laughs> Let's go. That's too much Book Club. It's never too much We need club. to get the, We need to get this man another podcast in his ear stat. <laughs> Audible. <laughs> <laughs> Audibletrial.com slash nerdy nightly. All right, Clarus, 75% of the way through Winter's Heart. Uh-huh. How are you feeling about it? I feel weird that I don't have the book here. It's it's very That's strange. on you. Because I usually, like, wave it around a little bit, you know? <laughs> you usually, like, try and look for things, and you are usually very successful at finding passages you want to find very quickly. Yeah, and I'm not going to be able to do that today, which is very unfortunate. You can go get the book. Yeah, uh, maybe later. If All there's right. something where I'm like, I need, I need to know, then I'll go <clears> get it. But, um... But, um, yeah, I, like, hmm, <laughs> we're not at the end yet, so it's hard for me to say one way or the other, mm-hmm. but so far, I think I like Winter's Heart better than Path of Daggers. I like this last section of Winter's Heart a lot, and mm-hmm. I think the Winter's Heart as a book is heading in the right direction. Yeah. And so I feel like the, the first half of Path of Daggers and the second half of Winter's Heart mm-hmm. might be the things that I like about Wheel of Time, and the second half of Path of Daggers and the first half of Winter's Heart are the things I don't. I, there was some... And that's a weird... That, but that, that's, yeah. I don't know. I feel like we had some, some good things to say about the first half of Winter's Heart as well. There was just, you know, like all the Elaine stuff was, was really cool. You know? That feels like a year ago. I know. No, I know. <laughs> I understand that. I'm just saying, you know, like, um, um, I think, like, overall, yeah, there have definitely been some valleys in Winter's Heart, but I think more peaks, which which is nice. Because, um, yeah, yeah, the, the second half of the last book is definitely not my favorite. But uh, Winter's Heart, I am very much enjoying mostly so far. Um, one one of the yeah. things I'm I'm finding interesting as we're moving forward now that we have these more established plot lines is that Robert Jordan is spending more like consistent chapters with one story. Yeah. And so the upside of that is that when those stories are the things that I'm interested in, those mm-hmm. sections of chapters feel really good. Right? Yeah. The problem, the downside is when those sections of chapters, like with the parents stuff the first week of Winter's Heart Reading. The, when those six chapters go together and they they just don't do anything for me, mm-hmm. it's a lot harder because it's not jumping between perspectives and like 
I'm not like reading a chapter that I'm not interested in, but then like jumping to a perspective that I am. Yeah. It's just like, here's 200 straight pages of a storyline that you don't find very interesting. But then at the beginning of this reading, and like, I think that this book club is going to be a very stark contrast from the last three, because the first six chapters of this week, we're spending with Matt in a storyline that is actually like super interesting and with a main character who I feel like his perspective on the events that are going on is <clears throat> very active yeah. and he's very interested in moving that plot forward mm. and it feels like a lot more happens both within his relationships to other people and within his inner decision making about what's going to happen in his story. Yeah. And so when mm. I contrast like those six chapters versus the six parent chapters, it, it, it is a difference of um, pacing. I think the Matt chapters are paced a lot better, um, even though I, I do have like some nitpicks about them. But I, I just I, I found this week's reading to be very fun. And like I, I literally you saw me on the flight. I could not put it down at mm -hmm. all. Yeah. Right? Like I literally finished this in basically one sitting yeah. because I was so invested in it. And I haven't really felt that way as much about the Winter's Heart stuff. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I read this section, I think, in yeah, on, on the flight home pretty much. Yeah. Just straight through. Um. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so it's 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 been nice to have Matt back, obviously. Yes. Yeah, were you surprised that he's alive? No. I have something in my beard. Do you have something in your beard? I can't Yeah, tell. I did. Oh. Um, yeah, no, uh, with Matt, uh, or with Rand saying, like, no, he's alive, I can feel him. I mean, yeah. That's, we knew. The, yeah, we knew. Also, the, um, the, like... Seeing the other boys is happening to Matt as well. I figured it was a Rand thing because it's like a one power thing, but it seems to be like a weird Taviran thing. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes it doesn't seem like it's Matt, Rand, and Parent. It seems like there might be someone else involved. Yeah, I don't know what's up with in that. In that storyline. No idea. Because some sometimes it's like a rainbow of colors and a face that Matt can't recognize. Yeah. Or or maybe he's seen the same thing that Rand has seen, but because Rand has the power, he's able to, like, make out what it is. And for Matt, it is, like, because Matt's not used to the magic of it, he is... Or maybe his wolf head necklace is blocking him from accessing it fully. Oh, the fox head. Fox head, right, right, yeah. yeah. Right? Hmm. Okay, interesting. I didn't think about that. I don't know. It's just, it's interesting that... Um, we went. Franklin Cheatham is saying that it's a Lord of the Rings perspective camera trick. No mug could be that big. Oh. It's it's not a perspective trick. <laughs> yeah. I'm this like... mug is as large as my head. It, it's not a joke. Like, it is... <laughs> yeah. It yeah, is the yeah. size of a head. It is. Uh, Dale Henningsen, thank you for that super chat. Yeah. Um, drive safe. Thank you. Thank you for being here. We appreciate you. Um, Dale Henderson, beep beep, driving from state to state listening to Nightly Nerdy. Uh, I've listened to The Wheel of Time, all books on Audible. AudibleTrial.com slash Nerdy Nightly if you want to listen to some Wheel of Time. Get a free hey. audiobook on us. It's free. Should we just uh, go to the start of this week and... Um, let's do it. Let's get into some reading, y'all. Let's do it. This is going to be a fun week, I think. Because yeah. guess who's in town? <laughs> Boys back in town. Oh it's Val and Luca in the circus. Yeah, you know, I could have done without that part, but really? it's not I a big thought, part. No, this was super cool to me. Oh, I was like, oh my god, no, it's this motherfucker. <laughs> but I really love, I, I loved it. For the mm. simple reason of the Sanchin rewarding him for protecting What's-Her-Face. Mm -hmm. The Sreddit um, handler, I can't. I actually can't remember her name. Um, but I, I really loved that 
that tidbit. Oh yeah, the, it, it it was cool. It was just it's just, I was like fucking like, and he's married. Yes, he is married, not to Nynaeve, um, much to his chagrin. Although I'm, I'm sure, sure he yeah. found him some big old titties. Yeah. And um, no, I just I the the thing about the Sanchen that is like fascinating is the freedom of movement within their occupied lands. Yeah. And so the fact that even like the the fact that they would allow a circus in. Which, you know, more oppressive regimes are usually anti-art. <laughs> um, just historically, right? Like, I had a friend who was trying to teach acting in China. And the the level of... This was a decade ago. But yeah. the, the the level of scrutiny and the um, uh, what he was allowed to teach in terms of acting mm -hmm. was so heavily oppressed as he went into the country to do that. Similar things in Russia. Yeah. Sure. And so, you know, there's a reason why the ballet is the Russian art is because it is a very oppressive and very like structured art form. Yes. That doesn't lead to a lot of protest and political expression. Yes. Whereas Western or not, not Western art, but, but, uh, because I, I, I don't want I, I don't want to make it a Western versus Eastern more thing because like that's not real. Contemporary, but more liberal societies mm -hmm. um, create art that is typically more um, anti-governmental um, in a way that just isn't allowed in country in, in oppressive regimes like what I think the Sanchen would be. Yeah. Um, and so for them to just allow a circus to kind of like go around, it, I, it surprised me in a way that I was it, that I'm interested in. Yeah. Yeah. They're like. They're not there to, like, make everybody's lives a living hell. They're there to take back what they believe is theirs mm -hmm. and kind of just, yeah. It, 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 well, cause, and that was the, what was talked about was, for most people, the Sanchen occupation is going about your business as usual. You just have to swear to the empress, right? And so for a bunch of them, they, they don't care, which is why I think the Sanchen are able to have such a strong hold. I... I love, uh, Light Blinded Fool says, Reddit Handler is Susan Sarandon. <laughs> That's very funny. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, um <laughs> I also, I wanted to point out, uh, there was another, uh, great, uh, comment in chat. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Jared Hogg says he married the bear trainer who was just as abrasive as Nynaeve. Uh, Val Nuka has a type. Definitely has a type, for Val sure. Val Nuka definitely has a type. Um... Yeah, it's it's one of oh, those. Oh, oh, it's a Marco D's comment. Uh, Sanchen are actually super good to their people unless they can channel. That's why they're so polarizing. That I don't agree or, with that. Or unless you're super hot and they want to put you in sheer clothing. Yeah, like that. One of the interesting conversations that came out of last week in our comments was people being like, "Well, they only enslave the channelers," and that's just not true. Oh like, yeah, that's, the that's seekers not true. are also slaves. The Dakovale are slaves. The Ogira are slaves. Like the e like the entire like, culture is slavery. The, the people who like kill themselves if their lord dies are basically they seem like slaves. Like yeah. So I, yeah, it's definitely not just people who can channel. But the thing is, if you're like a like nobody farmer. In Sanchen land or a nobody farmer in Rand land, I feel like your life wouldn't be that much different. Very far, yeah. yeah. Which is why, I, like I said, I think that the Sanchen are, like, pretty successful. Because, you know, if the common people were like, well, my life's gone to shit anyways, yeah. fuck the Sanchen, they would have a harder time. But I think because they're like, yeah, no, go about your trade as usual, go about your business, we're here now, there's mm -hmm. nothing you can do about it. People are going to be like, okay, well, I can still live my life. Who cares who the qu king or queen or empress is, right? Because yeah. for most people, it doesn't fucking matter. Well, and, and you know, it, 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 they live in a time where information moves so slowly that if you live far enough outside of a city, it probably doesn't matter, right? Like, yeah. the amount that it would, like, affect your day-to-day -day life would be so small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
the Marisu has a very interesting comment here, which is the reason the Sanjin can be so relaxed is they're not used to being challenged. I, I highly disagree with everything you just said. They are not relaxed. They're very uptight, and they're used to being challenged. the well, The reason why they're the reason why they're able to have this what they consider to be freedom within their lands is they are so used to putting down rebellions that they are just very practiced at it. Well, but I, I think... Sanchen is constantly in rebellion. That's what we've kind of gleaned from the little bits of information about it. I think that the, the relaxed being the not feeling the need to micromanage, oppress every single person. It's mm -hmm. the, like, business as usual kind of aspect of it, which I, I can understand that, like, feeling more relaxed to the, the people who it doesn't matter for, right? But I... <sighs> I think that relax is the word that I get hung up on because they're not relaxed, right? They're they, very they're, rigid. They're yes. lax in terms of certain movement, mm -hmm. but the they're, but they're very strict. Like the, their protocols around bowing and their protocols around how you sp you can't even speak to a member of the blood. Yeah, like you have to speak through a voice to a member. Like it's very structured and rigid for sure. It's very structured and rigid, and then so there is a there is a relative kind of freedom that they allow because the structure and rigidity allows them to put down rebellions very quickly mm -hmm. and they're very practiced at that, right? Yeah. yeah but they're yeah. very used to being challenged. And from from what I'm reading, it seems like people rebel in Sanjin all the time. Yeah, it does it was kind of like inferred. Yeah, which, which I like because that makes more sense to me. The Sanjin yeah. being a state where everyone is happy doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And I've complained about that in the past. I'm like, I just don't get this and adding in the element of there's constantly rebellion there makes the Sanjin make more sense to me. And why they are so, like, military-focused. Yeah. Uh, well, mm -hmm. I, I think the return is also part of that. You know, they have to build up and get ready for for, for their, like, believed prophecy to come true. But, yeah, also, if there are people rebelling semi-regularly, you got to keep those knives sharp, you know? Oh, re Marisa was a follow-up. Relax was a bad word. They don't micromanage. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. No, a 100%. <laughs> the 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 word relax just struck me because we see a lot of Tuan and Sarath in this section. Yeah, and the, they they feel like they make each other wildly uncomfortable. Yes, maybe yes. Tuan less so, but Sarath feels like there is like the largest dildo in the world shoved as far up her ass as possible. She's like, I, I I'm not sure how I feel about this one. But we're not at that chapter yet. We basically have only just begun because Val and Lucas Circus is in town. Yep, and who is there drinking, cavorting, playing some dice? Matt Coffin, mm -hmm. Tom Marilyn, and, um, uh, t s oh god, what is Thailand's son's name? Bear, not Berlin, uh, um, it, but it's close to Berlin. Bar Beslin. 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 Um, starts with a B and ends with an N. Beslin, Berlin, same thing. Yeah, and so Matt is, uh, Matt is there because he's trying to convince Aludra to teach him the secret of fireworks. Yeah. And he is, he, his nearly healed wounds. Yeah, uh, it, it's stated multiple times. Yeah, he broke ribs and a leg, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Whew. So he's got a little bit of a limp. Mm -hmm. Um, and so Matt is uh do Matt Matt's got two goals right now. One, figure out how to use firework technology to to make cannons to fight the Sanchin. I I, I, I don't think it's. I feel like they would already have cannons, right? I I'm, don't I know. think that Matt wants to make the fireworks from Mulan. Yeah, yeah. And he, like, like, and maybe this is just because I'm a '90s kid, and the action sequence from Mulan is one of my it's favorite animated iconic. action sequences of all time. Yeah, I think it is one of the coolest fights. the 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 fight on the mountain when she causes the avalanche is one of the coolest action sequences in a movie. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, Matt wants um, 
Matt wants to make Mulan fireworks, but Aludra is eluding him. Do you see what I did wow. there? Wow. See what I did there? Um, and, uh, but you know what's not eluding him? Dim lips. Because Aludra, Aludra likes, Aludra likes a makeout. Yeah, she really likes kissing. Yeah. Although, uh, not in this chapter, not but it does chapter. We're happen yet, but. later on. But, uh, yeah, Aludra, uh, apparently Matt has the best ass in the world. Like, he is, like, America's ass. <laughs> Uh, that is Matt Coffin. <laughs> oh is, my God! Wait. He is Captain America. So in season four, can we get Chris Evans to be the Matt Coffin? No, because we're gonna so get a new one every season, it. right? No, but you need you need someone with like a, a really nice bottom. You Paul know? Rudd. Paul. If we're doing an older, I mean, granted, Paul Rudd could still play twenty, but because uh, <laughs> the man doesn't age. But Paul Rudd would be a fun Matt Coffin. We should do a video where we cast the Wheel of Time, but only with the MCU actors. Only MCU yeah, yeah, yeah. We can make that video The MCU Christmas. does the Wheel of Time. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Glenn. Glenn Peterson says, the Thank Sanchez you. Noble rules. See no peasant, hear no peasant, speak to no peasant. Very true. Thank you for that super chat. <laughs> Thank you, Glenn. Arazu <laughs> uh, Apoor. Thank you for that super chat. Any regime that chooses how you can have your hair and nails is oppressive by nef- definition. A thousand yes. percent. The They make people swear oaths so that afterwards any crime can be called oath-breaking and the punishment can look legal to the masses a thousand absolutely yeah, yeah. they they know what they're doing they've been doing this for a long time and it all is like with purpose which is why yeah. they're very like rigid in that and yeah they take goals from everybody and, and that's like a, a, in the moment you're like well i kind of have to i don't have any choice and whatever it's not going to affect me but mm-hmm. anything you do now that that can be like held against you um in a court of law you know don't don't speak without an attorney um michael kioski says i want andy circus as val and luca If, if, if Mark Val and Luca, we don't know what happens yet, but if Val and Luca helps Matt escape the Ebu Dar, then yes, then I want Andy Circus to do it so that it can be like a, a Star Wars Marvel yeah, real time crossover. The, he did the prison break and then he'll do the Ebu Dar break. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Henry oh, Cavill sure. is off doing Warhammer 40k for Amazon. If that is an official announcement, you have to tell me, Daniel Short, because that sounds incredible because he just lost his job yesterday and I'm sad about that, it. Yes, very sad news. So um, Matt is, uh, I said Matt was up to two things. One is the Aludra Mulan fireworks bit. Yep. Two is that Matt is uh, in an ongoing struggle to escape sexual slavery at the hands of Queen Tylen. Yep. We don't want to dwell on it. We know we've talked about it. But yep. if at this point... Okay, so when we previously talked about the... the let, Let's just say what it is. Uh-huh. The rape of Matt. Yes. We said that it was rape, and there were people in our chat who said, no, it is not. If you are still... If you have read up until this point, and you do not think that this is rape, I don't... I don't know how to convince you that anything is rape because he has said no multiple times. He said no. She withholds food. She like she has an army of him. people who <laughs> drag him, kicking and screaming back to her palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we learn in this section that not only is this not like Ebudari culture has pretties. We know that. But yeah, they have sugar babies. <laughs> but her own son is like, yeah, like Even what she's sh- doing is fucked up. It's kind but. of a bit too far. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, look, culturally, the whole, like, sugar baby thing, like, I, I actually thought that that was pretty interesting, because I was like, where did Thailand get this idea, mm-hmm. you know, um, right, that, like, this is okay, and she's, yeah, she's taken a thing that's, like, socially acceptable, just, yeah. like, three steps way too far, 
Um, but I always was curious. It's like, does she just think because she's queen that this is a thing? But no, yeah. this is like a practice, like that you have a sugar baby that you like spoil, and but they can leave at any time. And yes. he is not allowed. And so, you know, some of her servants think it's, like, silly and funny or whatever. But there are some of them who are like, oh, my God, like, poor Matt. Like, uh, including her son. But, like, wh- you know, what the fuck? He's like, what am I supposed to say to my mom? Like, st- like. and I'm yeah. like, it's it's such a weird situation. But, um, yeah. It's rough. I feel very bad for Matt. And I feel bad for Aludra because, you know... You know Tylen is going to find out that Aludra and Matt were kissing at some point, and I'm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm not really sure how there are people who don't see it as rape, but um, there are a few who do, and it is very unfortunate. Okay, what is it? Is this Henry Cavill's doing a Warhammer 40k thing! So that's why he, okay, okay. Okay. Well, that is going to make him very happy. Let's go! <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. All right, sorry. Um, the uh, Necrons... Okay. Ha- Henry, call me. I-, I will do anything. I'll be a Necron. You can... I'll die in the first five seconds. Hi. Hi, Henry. Hi. Hi. And whatever you want. Oh, we'll my do it. God. This is so exciting. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Okay, sorry. Um, Does anyone know Henry Cavill? Uh, yeah, no. So, the, but the, what's so interesting about it is that I, I, I don't mind the idea of pretties. Sure? I actually find the concept of it interesting, right? This culture has this system where consensually young people will have a sexual relationship with an older widow before they like enter there into There are a lot of widows. Well, and and be well, partially that, right? People are these so many people die in the knife dueling that they're going to want to have younger lovers. Mm-hmm. Um and the there <laughs> Look, I will say just openly I've had some dalliances with some older ladies and one older gentleman, and I learned a lot, and I became yeah. a better lover because of it. Well, and that's why you do it before you get married. Right. So you learn a lot, and you pass it on to your partner. And so there's there's an element of, like, in a, there is a consensual way to do that that I think is fun and mm. flirty and, like, can be can be very good for everybody involved, right? Yeah. Where, but Thailand has twisted that into something gross and something that is that she can get away with because she's queen mm-hmm. and now she's going to be one of the blood which gives her even more power which I was very I very surprised by that turn of events um, well but she's being complacent right and even her son is like yeah no she's taking it too far yeah. which means that it's which makes it gross right mm-hmm. yep. yeah 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 yep uh, yeah it sucks for Matt it is it is it, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's unfortunate I hope Matt Gets the fuck out of there soon. And and it looks like that's the direction that we're heading. So I am actually very happy about that. Yeah. Oliver um, is still um, flirting with every woman in a 10-kilometer radius um, at any given moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do, guess Do you think that he's learning how to read? Learning how to read? Yeah. So she... So Rizelle reads to him. Oh. And he spends the lesson with his head firmly on her titties, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that he can... Do you think he's getting better at reading... Or is he so focused on the titties that he's just listening? Like, do you think if he do you think he actually ever looks at a page, or is he just like he like knows exactly what cleavage looks like and what sounds what words sound like at this point? You know, I'm I'm actually not sure. They did not occur to me that he was reading. Well, they're reading lessons, but all we know yeah. about the reading lessons is that he's very excited to just his head right on them titties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I you know I, I I think he's learning. I think I think he's gonna I think he's gonna be. 
a lot smarter than I have given him credit for so far. So, yeah. yeah. Oliver is 10 going on 30. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's interesting that, like, I mean, what else is he going to do with his time? But, you know, Oliver has these reading lessons, has these um, uh, sword fighting lessons. Uh, what does Tom teach him? Some kind, Some instrument, I think? Oh, I didn't... Doesn't, I don't know. doesn't Tom teach him sometimes? The flute? Something like that? Tom yeah, teaches yeah. all the boys the flute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, um, and that's... Um, that That's kind of the whole chapter. Matt uh, mm. joins up with Tom and Beslin, and they leave the circus and head back to the city. Um, but Matt's got a little bit of a limp, and it's harder for him to get around, which is important, because chapter t- 16... Um, oh, Glenn Peterson, uh, thank you for that super thank chat. Thank you, Glenn. Um, Sai, staying out of the Thailand Matt rape conversation until you've seen the full scope of it might be a judging the book by its cover problem. What? Oh, like the other people who say it's not rape? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just didn't get far enough into the books, but... Uh, I, I don't yeah. know. From the first, it's been... It's rape. I agree. He says no. I agree. There, and she forces him. There are some people who, like... Uh, Try and justify things in their head, and maybe that's why they think that. It's, but I, yeah, guys, this isn't complicated. Like this isn't. Th- there's there's no gray area here. Yeah, he says no repeatedly. Yeah, and she forces him. Yeah, through it's, the it's, use of her kingdom. Like like she like I don't I I there's no there's no other side to this argument. There's no world where it's not rape. I I feel like I'm losing my mind. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if this isn't rape, then literally nothing is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? He says no repeatedly. He tries to run away, and he gets dragged back by armed guards. Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have to move on, because I can't, I, can't, I can't argue this anymore. If you do not see this as rape, you are fundamentally wrong in the way that you view the entire world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's... It's, yeah. We have we have seen him in mm. POV say no multiple times. Absolutely. Multiple times. Mm-hmm. He is not allowed to leave. He is not allowed to eat when he's not having sex with her. He is not allowed to wear what he wants. He is not allowed. Yeah. Like like there is there there, there is a, no situation. He's like a sex prisoner. Literally. Yeah yeah yeah. She threatens him with a knife. Like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's def, it definitely is. I'm not laughing at the situation because it's awful. I'm laughing at, like, the idea that we're still arguing about this. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Fuck. Uh, an unexpected encounter. Chapter 16. Let's move on. Jesus. Um, Matt and his party walk back to Ebu Dar from Valenduka's Menagerai. Yep. Um, I... Which is, like, huge now. Valen Lucas Circus is massive. I did not know that a menagerie was a, a circus. Well, te- I I always thought that a menagerie was, like, a collection of animals. Yes, so a circus can also be a menagerie from what I understand. Yeah, no, I just... It's, yeah. it's like, a new word for me. It, it, to use it in this context, because the only... Here's the thing. The only time I've ever heard the word menagerie in my entire life... It was involving animals. Was involved... No, it was the glass menagerie. And they're not oh. even real animals. It's just... Glass figurines. Yeah. I've never used the word for anything other than the, the for anything other than the glass menagerie. Yeah. I, no. I, I've never read it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Glenn Peterson, please stop using Super Chats to argue in favor that it isn't rape. Just stop. 
Like, what are you doing? I don't. I just. I don't understand how that is also in in favor of it. Not Whatever. like I'm, that. I'm, that I'm, that I'm, we're moving on. That is exactly. That is exactly what it is. It's rape. He says no. <laughs> you just proved just, our point. <laughs> Dude, like, I, I. Oh god. I literally. I don't. I don't even know what to say. Yeah. I've yeah. never. I've never had someone be like, "Here's my money." So that I can advocate that rape isn't rape. Like that is an insane use of your money. I'll take it. Thank you. I appreciate the. Uh, I appreciate it. But yeah. Like, the fuck, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. I, I. I'm sorry. I don't want to be mean to someone in chat, but like, what? Like, we're not advocating for rape here. No. This is reminding me of the guy in episode one who was like, "What are you talking about? Nazis are bad." My grandfather was a Nazi, and I was literally up, like shocked that someone would say that in a YouTube chat. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's keep on moving. Mm-hmm. Um, so Matt is uh, going back into the city, and so many boats have appeared, like just crazy boats. Yeah, and he's like, wow, interesting, and then moves on. Teleboats, and uh, it's it's getting <laughs> wild getting around, and so he kind of takes a back way mm-hmm. um, because he feels those dice. They're a-rumbling. He's got a little bit of that... In his head, you know what I mean? And he's freaking out about it. Yeah. And he's like, "What? when they stop, something bad happens. And he gets attacked by Golam. He sends his people off. He sends. He's like, take Oliver, get him back to the palace. Something's about to happen. And he gets attacked by... A golem. I wondered if the golem was still in the city. I guess the, it's been answered. <laughs> I have an answer for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I was like, well, you know, the Sanshin showed up. Um, and so maybe it, like, took self-preservation to try to get out of there first. But, mm-hmm. um, um, yeah, yeah, the golem shows up. And Matt, like, trips so the golem doesn't kill him right away because... That luck comes in clutch. It comes in super Real nice. clutch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, wait. On the way into the gate, yeah. I'm vindicated from last week. There are so many fucking domains. There are domains at every gate to this city. Yeah. You were like, no, there's like a couple of them around. No, there are domains fucking everywhere. There are, yeah. There, there have to be of thousands of domains. Yeah. There just have to be. If yeah. they're in shifts and there are always domains at every gate to the city and there are domains on patrol. Yeah. And there are domains at the docks at mm-hmm. all times. There have to be hundreds in the city. Yeah. Right? Like You're right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I was like, oh, there can't be that many. I, I think that Sanchen is like much larger than Randland. Just well, apparently, according to Chad, it's three times larger. Okay, yeah, because yeah. it seems it seems like there's a they're 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 able to they have the resources mm. to get a lot of people there. Um, so I feel like there's got to be a pretty big population. Yeah, um, and so Matt gets attacked by the Golam, mm-hmm. and he he gets out his little medallion and he's like ready to like do a little wah, 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 with yeah. it, right? And <laughs> the people listening to the podcast. <laughs> what the fuck you just was get that? to envision that one. Um, and uh, some random dude yells out, and the golem's like, "I'm not allowed to be found. I have to be discreet." And so, goodbye, Matt Coffin. And he like through a hole. Yeah, yeah. He's like, which like, I cannot wait to see this in the show. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The like, I I want them to just use the Terminator to like T1000 special effect where he like. I think uh, this is cool. Um, wow, I haven't thought about that in a very long time. And so the man walks up to Matt and introduces himself as Noel Charon. Uh, 
Who do you think Noel... Do, okay. Noel Charon. Mm-hmm. Good guy. Dark friend. Moradin. Who is this guy? Is it Moradin? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. He seems normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sucks. Jesus Christ. Hi, Dakuna. Um... He sucks himself. <laughs> uh, I, he seems good to me. He seems chill. I don't. I don't trust him. After after the David situation with Elaine, oh, yeah. I'm worried that anyone who gets positioned close to any of our main characters is a dark friend now. Fair. Right. Because because it, it's it's so similar to that guy showing up when Elaine's getting attacked. Yeah. And then the twist. We don't find out in this week's reading, but I'm like the twist is that Noel is a bad guy. I, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Here's the thing. Noel is not Lanfear because we already talked about that it, Moradin is Lanfear. Oh, I, guys, I think Moradin is Lanfear. Yeah. I think Moradin went to the, or uh, Lanfear went to the elf people who, do you guys remember them from five do you books ago? those? Um, and uh, Moradin, uh, Lanfear was brought back and is now Moradin. Yeah, checks out. It's actually, Moradin is a Moraine and Lanfear combined. <laughs> We're going to get into that. I know, I know. We're going to fucking... You fucks. Chat, I'm calling you out. I'm, I'm full on saying you fucks with the like, why can't you guys figure out who Slayer is? It's so fucking obvious. How? Okay, it's how? The, it is the fucking... What? How, how is that, that obvious? <laughs> I was dying when I read it. I was like, literally, what? In what fucking world is the Slayer reveal from this week's reading obvious? We're going to get to it, mm. but chat, all of you... You hooligans sitting behind your keyboards being like, <laughs> it's so obvious. Why are you guys they so just, stupid? They just want <laughs> Who's stupid now, chat? They just want to play uh, Robert Jordan being like, Asmodian, it's so obvious. Who kills him? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Anyways, we're, we're, we're almost how, there. We're how almost could there. we possibly have figured that out in advance? I have the, no idea. The Slayer twist is so bizarre. The fact that Slayer is two different people related to two of our characters who, who change bodies. change into each other through the dream world. Yeah, this whole shape-shifting thing, I don't know how we would have guessed <laughs> it, but it's fine. Gregory Love says, it's obvious if you read it before. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You know, fair enough. <laughs> Oh God! No, I I know that it's Luke. Like we understand, like who it was. It was the it was the changing shapes and being two different people simultaneously. That like how? Guys, I get that it's Luke and Assam. Yeah, it's it's the idea that Luke and Assam are two in like distinct people with different like traits and personalities who share a body, but they can body morph <laughs> between their two bodies. Yeah. See, Sammy's saying even Perrin figured it out. Perrin is not aware of the fact that he is two people living in one body. What yeah. are you guys talking about? No, that's not. That is not guys. true. <laughs> yeah, why didn't we read it before? So silly of us. We oh, saw that happen before. God. We, I, okay, maybe, but it was not spelled out clearly. I don't. I, I thought Sarah was Lance's cousin. We'd already figured that part of it out. The fact yeah. that he has a completely distinct personality of another person that has been fused onto him, and that they can switch between the two of them at will, is nuts. Yeah. I don't, also, yeah. how the fuck did that happen? Uh, magic. Anyway, we'll get magic. to it. Wait, let's not, let's not spoil the surprise. We'll get to the surprise later. Oh. Let's all, everyone, 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 pretend we have not spoken about Slayer yet. Yeah, okay, we'll get there. Um, we'll get there. So is Noel evil? I don't think so. 
I'm gonna take the opposite take of you. I don't think so. I think he's he's a chill dude. I think he's just hanging out, you know? Just having a good time, having a good time. You know? <clears throat> uh, thank you, Takuna. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I feel better. I was like, I don't know how I was supposed to get this. Anyways, um, yeah, so Matt takes his new buddy back to the palace. Yeah. Um, and they 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 don't go in through the Sanchin guarded gates. They go through the other guarded gates. And then some Sanchin. Well, there's like two gates, right? They don't. He doesn't go to the Sanchin. He's like, let's go through the stables, I think. No, there's one gate. Oh, I, and well, there's, there's Sanchin on one side, and there's the um, the like normal guards on the other side. Mm-hmm. And what Matt is saying is that he doesn't go. Like, you don't ask the Sanchin for permission to enter the building because they're keeping the illusion that the regular guards are the ones in control of the palace. And so he has to ask the guards. The, right. He ha- he has to ask Thailand's guards for permission to enter. Yeah, even yeah. though. He knows, and Thailand's guards know that it's actually the Sanchen on the other side of the gate who are in control, mm-hmm. which I think is like a really messed up dynamic to try and figure out. But like, yeah, from Robert Jordan's perspective as a writer, I thought this was really cool. The way that he has infused the Ebudari Palace with the Sanchen and the different ways that they are in control without having to like verbally or act like actively be in control is really cool. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, and we see like um. The we see Sanchin come up to, uh, there's Sanchin who like usually go to the other Sanchin to come into the building, but they don't this time. Mm-hmm. And Matt's like, this is suspicious. Um, but he sends his new friend to go hang out with his his buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, and is is this when he tells them to leave? Oh yeah, he's like, hey, the golem's here. I will pay for you to get out of the city. Like go save yourselves. Go back to Tomains. And they're like, are you kidding? If we showed up without you. Tell means would would hang us like, yeah. <clears throat> and Matt's like, all right, fine, whatever. I tried. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. Uh. So everyone goes. Uh. <clears throat> they add Noel to the room of people who are on Matt's side. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sorry. You got a little. <laughs> got a little something there. Something. Uh. And uh. Matt is going upstairs. Mm-hmm. To go uh, clean the mud off of him because his um, abuser is going to abuse him more if uh, she catches him dirty from being attacked in the street. <sighs> yeah. Which is great. Uh, and he runs into Juillen and he's like, Juillen, what the fuck? Are, dude, stop coming up here to get laid. Yeah. You're gonna, the, you're gonna get whipped again. Who's the girl? <clears throat> because, you know, this is a fun, pleasant uh, culture to live in. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's uh, great. So, so who's Juillen seeing? I have no idea. I have no I feel idea. like we haven't we haven't met any other women, right? Um, I uh, apart from like it's not Seraph and it's not Tuan, it's not Thailand. Maybe is it Roselle? No, I feel like Roselle and Tom. Like I feel like if you have Tom Marilyn, you're not gonna also have Juillen. Tom Marilyn's gonna like you know. Yeah. Tom Marilyn's enough man for any woman. Do you think it's a girl, or do you think that there's another reason that he's coming up here? Um, I think there's probably another reason, unless it's, like, Teslin. Oh, that would be weird. Like, if they're, they have, like, if he's, like, somehow on Teslin's side, or... I, I have a feeling that it's not sexual in nature why he's up there. I have a feeling that it... I I, I think it's probably more complicated than that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, um... Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm curious to see what's going on with you, Owen. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, I wonder if it's not, if it's not a girl, but, um, 
It might be a girl. I, I just, I don't, if it's a girl, I think it's someone who we haven't met. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't think it would be Rizelle, and I don't think it's Tuan, Thailand, or Sarath. And I, I don't think he would have sex with any of the domains. So if it's a sexual relationship, I think it's with someone who is not, who maybe, maybe it's been said to us once or twice, but like, isn't like a character we've spent time with. Right. No. People are saying mm. to um, hit the like button. I don't know what that means, but um, you know, if you do. If you know what hit the like button means, I don't, I don't uh, know. then Can, yeah, go, go do that thing. Exactly. Uh, and so Matt leaves uh, Juillen behind and goes to his rooms, hoping that Tylan isn't there. But uh, Tylan is there, and so is Suraf, mm -hmm. and so is a child. A child. <laughs> With a veil. Uh, covered in rubies. Covered. Just head to toe <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. rubies. She's um, trying not to look like she's the most important person in the city, but uh, she decided to cover herself in about $84 million worth of gemstones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like dragon scales. And uh, upon uh, seeing the three women sitting there together, uh, that... that ch -ch 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 And Matt's like, fuck. <laughs> the dice. Fuck, and he starts looking around. He's like, fuck. The demon cold prevents me. And he starts looking around. He's like, I, you guys, I'm about to get attacked. The building's about to collapse. A Forsaken is about to show up. Like, he's, like, convinced mm -hmm. that something terrible is going to happen. Um, and, and you know, it's it's all about uh, the slow burn, you know, letting it all play out. Yeah, um, it's about um, the child. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's a child, who he then learns later is is not actually a child. But he literally looks at her and is like, yeah, she looks like a kid. <laughs> Which is... Weird. Not his type. Definitely not his type. If you're gonna put your arms around a woman, it better be something to put your arms around. Yeah, yeah, not his finest moment. Matt likes uh, him thick. Matt likes him thick, and he likes he he likes him older and, and consensual. Yes, yes. Um, be so like Matt. It is for just, the love of God. It is just really interesting <laughs> that that this woman that we believe he's destined to marry is just not his type at all unless they don't get married for like 30 years it's like a way down the line thing sure i have i literally it's have like no idea. after Gaiden, like the guys i'm not gonna lie the matt tuan impending marriage storyline of this is my least like let's get to high low real quick here my low of the week is all of this bullshit like all right. Yeah, I the idea that he's gonna marry this slaver who he's not attracted to is I'm just like fuck. Is this gonna be a Thailand situation where he doesn't have a choice? Because oh. Tuan's Tuan's she tries to buy him. Immediate this thing is like, oh, how much? I want him, and I'm like fuck, no. And thank God, Thailand is like, no, he's a free man. You can't like buy free people. And I was like, he's not a free man. Thank God, Thailand has him as prisoner. But well, that's... no, but like at least at least Thailand doesn't try and sell them for yeah. status or some bullshit. Like yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Um. The, yeah. This was that. This is this is a whole. The I love the Matt perspective. I think Matt is my favorite POV character to read. Mm -hmm. He's not my favorite character in the series, but he's my favorite POV character because I just think Robert Jordan writes him so well. Mm -hmm. Um. But th this storyline is the thing I am one thousand percent least excited for moving forward. Yeah. 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 Um. And that could change, but yeah, I'm kind of like, oh boy, I'm a little worried about how this all plays out, you know? But we get some really interesting um, stuff in this scene because we get Tuan uh, reprimanding Tylen for being like, this man was clearly attacked. I thought you said these streets were safe. Well, no, and she turns to Sarath. Yeah, and yeah. Sarath as well. And Sarath seems pretty kowtowed by Tuan. 
Um, who, and, which is like <clears throat> weird for her. Like Suroth is like, they were like, oh, she's like, she's up there. But she is very like off put by Tuan because Tuan is obviously very, someone very important. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like she's like the Empress's like daughter or something. I think she's the Empress. You think she is the Empress? Yes. I think that's going to be the reveal is that she is the Empress. It would be weird for the Empress to, like, ride along with a conquest, but okay. I think it would be strange, but okay. I, I, I don't know. I just I feel like if the return is the return, she's she's the one... Maybe not. Maybe the Empress would sit on the Crystal Throne. I just... I If she's not I the Empress, know. she's, like, the second most important person in Sanchenland. And that's what I think. I think that there's some kind of, um, like, like she's more of a, like, spiritual figure or, like, a... a because she is a direct descendant. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I, a spiritual figure is nice. I like that she could be, like, the head of the, like, Sanchin church. Yeah. She's so, the I don't know. Something like that. Because we don't know what daughter of the nine moons means. I'm still not sure what the nine moons are. Mm-hmm. And we know that she is more important than she's letting on. Because as soon as she takes her veil off, she's going to, like, be revealed and, and like, at her full status. But because she's veiled, she's, like... Taking a step back. Is it just it's... because she's a direct descendant of Arthur? Like, is the Empress herself not a direct descendant of Arthur Hawkwing? And she is? I don't know if she's a direct... No, not, I, I... not Hawkwing, Pendrag. Yeah, Because yeah. she is a direct... Des- we know that she's a direct descendant of Pendrag, right? So, like, is it that maybe she is the, like, highest status dis- direct descendant of... The, 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 like, original king who broke away from Ranland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, William, thank you so much for that super chat. We will definitely read and find out. But, yeah, we do not have all the information. Um, we promised to read and find out because, we, guys, we've, we've, we've been at this for a year now. Guys, and so almost a full week. Can you... We're next week's to... book club is the one-year anniversary of the book club. It is? Uh, it's off by three days. Because we started the book club on December 26th. And next week's book club is December 23rd. Okay, well, we'll have to do something. Yeah, we're gonna be in Calgary. Yeah. Um, but uh, next week's book club is the one year anniversary of the book club. Holy shit! Yeah. Now, Bobsy, thank you for that super chat. Bobsy, thank you. <clears throat> uh, hi guys. There are several things that could be jettisoned from the series. It could be several books shorter. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Bobsy, we understand. Thank I would. I, I think we chat. could cut like four books. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I have to finish the series before I can make that statement. But I understand. Yes. Yeah, no, no, yeah, next week is, we've been doing this for a year. We've been covering Wheel of Time for um, 14 months now. Every Friday. Not every Friday. I think we've missed three Fridays in 14 months, which, yeah. I, which I think is pretty impressive. Yeah. We've, we've, we have, like, and one of the things I love about it is we've gone live from L.A., we've gone live from Jamaica. Georgia, we've gone live from Jamaica. Yeah. Like, we, the, the book club has truly been an international experience. Absolutely. Um, And I'm like, well, how many countries will the book club broadcast from in 2023? It's a great right? question. Um, yes, we will be streaming from Calgary. That is correct. Yeah, we're uh, going to be home for Christmas December with our December 23rd. Um, so, you know, I, I'm sure you guys, a lot of you are going to be busy with holidays and Christmas. But if you have a moment to come say hi, you know, we would appreciate seeing you there. And uh, it is going to be December 23rd. We're going to finish book nine right before Christmas, which is fun. Yeah, yeah. good, like good timing. You know? And then December 30th, we are going to do a full book recap for Winter's Heart. And then we're going to start book 10 first week of January. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and just because we get the question all the time, uh, we are going to be doing um, uh, new, spring. new spring in between 10 and 11. Oh, are we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
cool. That was always the place we talked about doing it, so. Yeah, yeah. We're going to okay. keep consistent with that uh, because it looks like, y'all, that we're going to be able to finish all of the Robert Jordan books by JordanCon. Yeah, which, which we still we'll, have to get our tickets for. Yeah, but the plan for JordanCon right now is to do a full book recap on Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, well, we're, we're still hoping to have a panel, podcast, whatever it is there and make it happen. Um, so if, if you want to see that happen, you know, feel free yeah. to, you can tweet at Jordan Khan, let them know. Um, we're, we're really excited to hopefully meet some of you nerds. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, um, I feel, I feel for the Jordan Khan people. It's tough with the They're, show being yeah. so like wishy-washy about. We have talked to them. Um, and so the, they're, they're scheduling conflict issue right now with setting everything up for Jordan Khan is, is the show. They don't know when the show's coming out. And so they don't know what to do yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> and so uh be kind to them uh be nice to them and know uh from what i've been told they're working really hard to make sure jordan karn this year is like a, a fantastic event and we're really excited to be a part of it yeah yeah we're we're looking forward to it so yeah. it's gonna be fun uh, yeah. yeah um yeah uh marco d says i don't know how you decided that but i really don't think reading new spring after book 10 is a great idea the when last released? edition of A New Spring was released after book 10, and we're doing publishing order, so that's why we're reading it there. Yeah. Blue! Yeah. Blue. Audio chapter reaction will be next week. Yes. Yeah. That's, what is it, 35, I think? The last, we're going to do the last chapter of the book. Yeah, I'm so, sorry we fucked that up, guys. Um, no. But thank you, Blue, and thank you, Dedzy, for that super chat as well. Dedzy says New Spring after Knife of Dreams, in my opinion. Also, thanks for keeping this up. Hmm. All right, go argue about that in the Discord and tell us what to do. Yeah, that's you know what, what happens anyway. Yeah, go do go go talk about it in Discord. Go and, tell and, Monkey and Takuna, and they'll just <laughs> they'll tell us what we're supposed to do. Oh God! But also be nice. Don't overwhelm the mods, please. They do so much for us. Which is a good time to remind you guys, our mods are the best. Thank you, Monkey and Takuna, and uh, Fabumus, and Matric, and, and Ellen. Ellen, and we appreciate y'all. We haven't missed anyone, have we? No, the Fair Book Club. That's. I think it's all the book club ones. Yeah, yeah. you guys are the best. All right, uh, so Suroth, Tuan, they're here. Um, Tuan is going to make Tylen a member of the blood, which I thought was I thought was literal blood. Like, I thought they were, like, of, of a blood. I didn't realize that you could, like, be made a member of the blood, which feels weird to me. I did not either. But that's either. good for Tylen. I'm glad she's being rewarded for her bullshit. Um, <laughs> uh, Michael, thank you for that super chat. I watch a live paper book reaction. Like, I don't know what a reading paper book. Oh, and rea like, reading. Oh, my gosh. The wow. man called Lev. Thank you for that. Super, uh, thank you for joining the Nargs. Welcome Appreciate back to that. the nerd table. Um, yeah, a paper book reaction. I don't know how I would do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not 100% clear on that. Just put a camera on while I'm reading. That would actually be a funny stream. There's, yeah. It's just silent. Put yeah. on some like nice like tavern music. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, to my surprise, Tylen, uh, uh, Matt actually told Tylen about the golem. Which I, I didn't expect. Mm -hmm. I understand what he's doing. I think it's an interesting tactic to be like, look, I'm dangerous. Let me go, please, for the love of God. Mm -hmm. And he's like trying to get away in a different way. Um, but I was I was surprised um, that he told her. I was also equally surprised by her reaction to be like, oh, no, that's so dangerous. Please wear this pink shit I made for you. With mm -hmm. the ribbons. Yep. 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 Oh, also, the, her, like, truth-sayer or whatever it is. Anith. Anal? Yeah, she's uh, she's something. Yeah, I, I like that Seroth is even like, holy shit, like, you give that you woman talk on. to us? <laughs> and Antoine is like, you don't understand, peasant. Like, I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. sure. It's cool. 
Uh, chapter 18, an offer. Matt, Matt's, uh, Matt's on a little mission here. Uh-huh. Um, the, it, it's been a day, and Matt goes to the Wandering Woman to meet up with Mistress Anon, um, who is not a naff, no, even though their no. names are so similar. Oh, yeah, I think he burns all the pink shit. <laughs> he does, he? he burns all of the pink clothes in the room. Yeah. So which st- is a level of petty that I love. Um, I'm here for he's it. He's like, I'm going to make it smell like shit. And then he thinks about it and he opens the window. Because yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, maybe that's not the best idea. Yeah. And so he um, he he finds a Lupin and Narum. Uh, it's not it's Lopin, not Lupin, but Lupin. come on. Same thing. Uh, Jonathan Spears, thank you for that super chat. Speaking of schedule, read the Strike It's Trail Ghoul anytime you want a small potent lore dump. It's like three pages already published relatively We'll definitely put that in there somewhere. It might be like um, an in-between week or something if we need to space out to line up Jordan Con stuff or traveling stuff. Mm, so is it long enough? Is it is there enough to talk about in Circuit Trial Ghoul that we could do it in a book club, or should we do it as part of a full book recap? Oh, right, because we could do like if it's only if we're only gonna have like forty minutes to talk about it, we could put it in a full book recap and do like the Circuit Trial Ghoul and the yeah or or Crown. Be- what's what's the next book? The 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 the, the Crossroads of Twilight, something like that. Yeah. Um, All right, well we'll take a look at that. We do want to reach out to Circuit Trial Ghoul. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you, Jonathan. Um, so he goes. Uh, he sends Lopin and Nerim to start taking his clothes uh, uh, to and pockets of gold. To an inn. Yes, to the Wandering Woman, which is like basically just full of Sanchin. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a nice inn. It's nearby. Located, yeah. so there's a lot of Sanchin there. It's great location. Location, right, yeah. location, location. <laughs> Every time I read like <laughs> rental shit, yeah. I'm like, shut the fuck. Once, once is enough. Anyways, it's fine. Um, but yeah, so Mistress Anon is gonna let him keep money and clothes under a floorboard stone piece in her kitchen. Because he's got a great ass. Basically, yeah. Yeah. She's like, do a little spin for me. And like, literally, that's the reason. Like, he's like, she's like, do a 360. And he does one 360. And she's like, Matt is America's I'm going to go use my red rod Tarangriel now. Yeah. Yeah. And for some reason, her like daughter and the rest of the people, like the rest of the waitresses don't like Matt anymore. And I was like, what did you do? (laughs) What happened there that I missed? What do you mean? He killed two people. He killed two people? Yeah, remember that they, they, they were attacked upstairs and like... Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't get mad at somebody for defending themselves, but that, that's, I don't know. I well, guess but maybe like, they had to clean it up so they're pissed about it. No, I think that they're scared of him because he like, like people attacked him and his people in the inn and mm. the people died and like there was, it was a whole hullabaloo, right? I guess. Yeah, okay. I guess that upset them. I don't know. Um, if I, if I was like, oh, that man's a murderer, I don't know if I'd be as attracted to him anymore. Because Ebu Dari have a really strict view of, like, duels and death, right? Like, they're, they're like, if you're going to kill someone, do it in an official duel. But to, like, murder someone is, like, very counter to their culture. I sh- yeah, I guess. And so because they didn't die in, like, a knife duel in the street, the Ebu Dari don't view it as honorable and... You know what I mean? It's wild. But yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Um... No in this economy jokes. <laughs> People will, Thank people, you, I'm, I'm going to start dropping ban hammers on, in this economy, starting with this one. Banned. <laughs> Guys, I'm banned from book club. So sad. Banned. Um, um, but yeah, so they're, they're going to sneak things over, um, uh, quickly. Oh my God. We, do you always skipped over from the fucking Bellfounder chapter? 
What? The whole point of the chapter. The bell founder? What is the, what, what, what the fuck is the, did you figure out the riddle? No. I have no idea what it means. I have no idea. I don't, I wish, I don't have it I saved. I don't know what a bell founder is. I, guys, I'm, I'm. A bell founder is someone who founds bells. In like a foundry. So they like, they like. So they pour look the, for them? No, they don't find bells. They found them. Like they pour the metal into they a casing. They make them. Yes. It's a bell maker. Yeah, yeah. But okay. why? So why is it called a founder instead of a maker? Because or you do it a in a foundry. Because it's founding. I don't know what a foundry is, except that it's a D and D website. So this is all very confusing. To a foundry me. is a place where you make things. Sh- sure. <laughs> Dakuna, you're banned. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I couldn't figure out the riddle. No, I, I, I literally, yeah, I'm so confused. Um. It, it makes no sense to me. I'm sure I'll get there. When it all comes together, I'll be like, oh. But right now, I'm like, fuck, if I know. Wait, should we find... Do you think I can find the... Talk about it really quick, and then I'll, I'm going to try and find the riddle really quick. It's not really like a riddle, though. Like, she's like, get me a bell founder, and I'll fucking tell you all my secrets. Maybe even suck your dick a little. Like, she's like so ready for this bell founder. I'm like, I okay. All right. <laughs> um, oh my god <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry y'all this, this, It's a great joke It's uh, a great joke She says you tell me what use I might have for a bell founder And I will tell you all of my secrets It's not really a riddle No I just don't know enough about Oh my god I'm so fucking stupid What <laughs> Oh my god I feel like I feel like such an idiot Am I gonna also feel like an idiot How the fuck do you make a cannon Make it. <laughs> I don't know. There's probably a certain temperature no, that you, you were right. heat the metal at. I was wrong about the firework thing. You were right. They're cannons. Oh. How the fuck do you make a cannon? Oh, my God. I, I'm thinking it's a riddle. It's not a riddle. What use do I have for a bell founder? They're making cannons. Yeah. How do you make a cannon? The same way you make a bell. Yeah. You go to a foundry, you pour metal into a fucking... They, she literally just needs but a bell founder. Do they not... They probably don't have molds for cannons. I thought... Wait, I thought that, like, the whole making cannons things was, like, obvious. Am I... I thought they were, like... I don't... I, don't I thought fireworks, and I went so hard to Mulan that the bell founder thing confused me. And it's not a riddle... It's not even confusing. I just wanted it to be Mulan so bad... That I'm a fucking moron. I no, I I thought. Hang on, Carlac. Thank you for that super chat. I would have given you. Oh, Carlac, did we skip a super chat? I'm sorry, I got yeah, lost. Yeah, yeah. Go in up my... and read it. Go up, go up and read it. I would have given you a ten dollars super chat, but not in this account. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> thank you. Oh my god. That was the second. Mods, time out, Carlac for <laughs> five seconds. Five seconds. Five second. Time five second out. timeout. Um. No, ten second tidy. It's a ten second tidy. Ten second tidy. I, I just... Oh, I, my God. I'm so that, fucking stupid. I, I thought that the making cannons was obvious, but, like, I don't know why you would need a bell founder instead of, like, a smith who has molds. Like, I just... Because a smith... Like, a blacksmith doesn't make a cannon, right? A, a blacksmith, like, but a cannon makes, like, a sword. very different than a bell. No, it doesn't. They're very similar shapes, honestly. So, what, they both have a hole at one end, and they're long pieces of metal. So wait, so if you just put a bell, and you lit a fire on one side of it, and had stuff on in it, 
it would just explode. Like, you need something to, like... Yeah, no, that, that would work. But, like, don't you need to, like, shoot something out of the cannon? Like, don't you need a... What does that have to do with the shape of the bell, though? Well, I feel like it would just explode in your face. Why? I don't know. I don't know how cannons work. <laughs> no, it's... And, oh, my God. This is a great time for me to talk about why Matt's firework thing wouldn't work. Let's go. No, no, no. Let's talk about this. So the reason why Matt's firework thing wouldn't work is because the arrow slit would have two holes on either side that would allow the pressure of the fireworks to blow through those holes. If you were to take a bell and you put stuff inside of it and you lit it on fire, the all of the effort, all of the energy, if, if you could hold the bell in place, obviously, right? And if the metal was strong enough to contain the blast, all of the energy shoots forward. Right? That's how that's how a cannon works. A bell and a cannon are the same thing. They're just if you take a bell and you like make it long and tubular, you you have a cannon. Are you comparing the bell to the wall? Yeah. But the wall is stone. Made yes. of like individual pieces of stone that are like held together structurally as opposed to a solid piece of cast metal. Oh, 100%. But the concept of if you have force, right? If you create any force in the universe, physics tells us that the force will find the easiest path to go, right? And so if you have a hole that the force can go out of, you're going to experience less force on all of the solid surfaces because the the the, the momentum of atoms will push all of that viscera and all of that force out through the easiest, the path of least resistance. Sure, but if you have like what it's called mortar, I think in between like bricks, for example, like, that is less structurally sound than the actual rocks themselves, so it would, like, crack up and open, right? Like, if you have stones, if, if it's, like, one solid, melt, like, stone, I feel like that would be much harder to blow apart than, like, individual stones that are held together by a thing that is more malleable. That, that just depends on what kind of stone it is and what is holding it together. And like, there, there's a million, there's a million factors in that. That doesn't change the fact that you still would, a bell founder would be needed to make a cannon in a way that like Perrin can't make a cannon. He's not going to hammer a cannon into place, right? Okay. It's just a different kind of metalwork. And so okay. you, the, she literally, he need, the point is, Aludra needs a fucking bell founder and it's not complicated <laughs> and I'm fucking stupid, okay? Uh, together. Let's fucking go. Uh, Calibreth, Celebreth, thank you for that super chat. Historically, the hardest part of making cannons was metallurgy. It's almost like you need a fucking bell founder. I'm dumb. Check out page, check out the uh, 1453 Siege of the Constantinople. Wait, is that Istanbul or Constantinople? Oh my god. Istanbul or Constantinople? Was it Istanbul or Constantinople? All right, we're moving ba -da 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 -da. on. We've solved the mystery. Uh, we <laughs> it's are- It's a mystery. It's not a fucking mystery. I just wanted it to be Mulan so bad. We are like one for three today. Let's so... get down to business to defeat the dark one. Nice, nice. Good pull, good pull. Uh... Did they send me soldiers? I need a shaman. Oh my god! <laughs> we have to. We, have... we need to make the Mahal version of. <laughs> yeah, but that's so dark because he sucks. Oh yeah, no, he's evil. He's a he's an evil oh, bad man. Guys, we learned this week the Mahal. Uh, basically, bad bad, bad uh, man. For for spoken. Forspoken, yes. That's that game that just came out. A for <laughs> He's a Forspoken. Didn't Forspoken just release I to like no aplomb? Um, so anyways, where are we? We are at... Um... Oh, 
Chapter 19. Juan wants to buy his, his spear. It has the ravens on it, which means something. His Ashandarai. Which means something to to Tuan and the um uh the Sanchen. Sure. So yeah. cool. And he's like, also uh, I paid Tuan a lot is for that. straight up stalking him. Yeah. 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 She's weird. I, I'm I'm excited to learn more about her, even though I already hate her because I think she's just like what the fuck is going on with this creepy admiring his ass. I'm assuming, but like I genuinely don't. Know. She reminds me of. Has anyone seen the movie Orphan? I'm about to spoil the movie Orphan for everyone. No. No. What? I hate that. That's what she reminds me of. I hate. Because the twist I at the end of Orphan that. is that she's actually like 30. I know. Yeah, trust me. I That movie um, is fucking that's, weird. That's, Tuan reminds me of that girl. I watched like the second half of that movie. It didn't like it. You, why, why did you start in the middle of that movie? It was just on. I don't know. Why did you watch it? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I think because I sat down and I was like, what the actual hell is going on? Um, I would, uh, so uh, if you're going to watch a movie, I would recommend starting at the beginning. Um, yeah, it's probably unless a you're good... seeing Avatar: The Way of Water. I, I would still recommend starting at the beginning, then I'd leave for like an hour in the middle. Um, <laughs> wow, harsh. Uh... I woke up thinking about that movie and being like, now that the visuals aren't like in front of me, mm-hmm. I don't like it as much. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. No, she's like, I'll pay whatever you paid, and Matt's like, you, uh, good luck. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't pay that once, let alone ten times. Yeah, yeah. Um, so chapter 19, Tree Women. Matt, uh, is at the Wandering Woman, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, Mr. Sinan shows up, and he's like, well, yo, what's up, Mr. Sinan? And he's like, uh, Mr. Sinan's like, yo, I got Jolene. Jolene. Jolene, Jolene. I knew that was gonna happen. Don't take my mat away from me. Like you want. Jolene. Uh, and so Jolene is like, um, kind of broken. And she's trying to get out of Abu Dhar. Mr. Sanan is like, Matt's gonna do that. Yeah. And Matt's like, what? Since fucking when? Um, <laughs> monkey. <laughs> what did Monkey Sorry say? Sorry for, for this, that movie, if you wanted to watch it. Um, yeah. The, the Orphan? That movie's like... It's it's old. 12 years old. And it's not great. So honestly, uh, we saved it's you the a, time. It's a fun horror movie. We, we saved fine. you the time. It's um, not amazing, but like, it's it's a fun watch. Uh, yeah, the, the, yeah. With her ox of auburn hair, exactly Franklin Cheatham. Uh, so Jolene oh. shows up, and, mm-hmm. and Jolene's talking about her warders. Did I read through this twice. Mm-hmm. Where are her warders? I do not know. Did the Sanchen kill them or something? Because it's not really mentioned. No, it seems that they are somewhere in the city and that she came there on her own. Like, I don't think I just that found that dead. a little confusing. Yeah, I don't know why they're not with her. Maybe that would have, like, drawn more attention to her. I'm not sure. Um, Ooh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, so she's like, I I gotta get out. Um, and <laughs> what is, why are we both singing so much today? Gotta get out this cooler, this jammer, this big. So Anyways, as um, as uh, as they're hanging out there, the cook who has been guarding the door with her big wooden spoon uh, is starts making some noise, and Matt grabs Jolene and pulls her in for a fake kiss. Yeah, because through the door, through the door of the wandering woman, guys, Captain Aginin <laughs> Tamarath of the Green uh-huh. and her sojin. Bail motherfucking Doman. Guys, we have our ship captain back. Can I please get some noise in chat? I mean, the man formerly known as ship captain, who is now, um, uh, oh yeah, no, he's a slave now, uh, because, uh, yep. because he, he spoke. 
So that's that's slavery. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Um, that's yeah. Ship captain's a slave now. That's awesome. Yeah. Let's go. Another one. Yeah. I'm like DJ Khaled up in this bitch. Another one. Another one. We make the best music. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we've got we've got our ship captain, and they're uh, <sighs> they ain't doing so hot. I, they're doing what they need to do to survive. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. They Which are. is like I, I get it. It makes sense. Reading it, I was like. I see how we got here, but I was like, oh, no, no. Um, so, yeah, Aginan is the ship captain now. No, she doesn't have a ship. Well, she's captain of the green. Yeah, which means the, the Sanchin color system is hilarious to me. She's like, I wanted to be captain of the gold, but I guess I'll settle for captain it of the green. It was red and yellow and, and like, purple and orange sure. and green. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what any of it means. Me neither. It's not like the Aes where I'm like, I know what the colors mean. I'm like, you're captain, you're captain of something. Yeah, no, I, I have no idea. She just doesn't seem to have, like, command over anybody. So I don't know what, like, captain of the green. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah I, sure. You can be captain of whatever color you want. Yeah, not sure how that works yet, but we're going to find we'll get, out. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be described in painful detail for five straight books, but... Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Um, so yeah, so they walk in. Bail Dolman recognizes Matt making out with this lady, and uh, and again, and it's like, ugh, ugh. We need your rooms. We need rooms. We have to be here. Suroth said so. And um, I love that Mistress Anon is like, all right, well, you get to go figure that out because my best rooms are taken by this person. My second best rooms are taken. Oh by this yeah, the person. captain of the air. <laughs> the captain um, of the air, which I'm assuming is the rockin'. a Balder Yulon. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sure he's a rockin' boy. A, a rockin' boy. He's Aerosmith's rock and roller coaster. Yeah. And the um, banner general, Farik Karid, another Karid, who is not Kadir, uh, is the Death Watch Guard. Yeah, Death Watch Guard, very scary, in case you didn't get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they're going to have to go fight over rooms. And Matt is like, okay, I'm going to get you out of here. Well, but, 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 sli- but before we finish with the before we finish with Ganon, okay. uh, Mr. Sinan pushes back on her, and Ganon, rather than like getting upset about it, is like a woman with some backbone. I appreciate you. Nice. Yeah. We're going to get out of here. Don't you ever let me see two people kiss in front of me ever again. That was gross. How dare. That was gross. Bail, dick me down. Let's go. Yeah. She's like, I, I need to get fucked tonight, but I don't want to see two people kissing in a private room that I'm not supposed to be in ever again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I burst into this room against custom, but those two people are disgusting. Yeah, how dare. <laughs> and even Bail Dovin later is like, like chill. I like, yeah. it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Ebudar, man. Um, yeah, and so then uh, Matt kind of like tests Jolene to be like, oh, yes, the note you left on my pillow. And she's like, oh, yeah, that. Well, if you get me out of here, yeah. don't worry about it. And Matt's like, you idiot. It was in my pocket. Like, <laughs> but, he, but he's also like, why did I agree to save her before I knew that she was a liar? And then he immediately has the thought of like, I would have saved her anyway. Let's yeah. be real. Guys, Matt is just trying to be a good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's no bloody hero, but he's the only character other than Lan who is consistently doing like right by people around him. Yeah. yeah. It's it's nice to see. Like having Matt back was a really nice point of view for this book to have because Matt is a character who is consistently making good choices even though like it's it's crazy what's going on to him and like the situation around him sucks. Yeah. But he consistent his like thought process around situations, he has some pretty ass backwards way of like looking at women. But the way he treats yeah. women is yeah. good. Yes, yes. And like yes. we, the, this world needs more Matt Coffins and fewer almost everybody else. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Um. <laughs> um. 
Chapter 20. That's our last Matt chapter for the week. So goodbye, Matt. We'll see you uh, in the future. It's been a good Hopefully. one. Hopefully. God, I hope he's in the rest of this book. Yeah. You know who I miss, weirdly? Mm. Egwene. Where the fuck is Egwene? We I saw know. her in that one Teller Riot sequence. I know. She's kind of, like, here's the thing. I feel like the next time we see Egwene is going to be, like, the Siege of the White Tower. So it's going to be, like, a big thing that we're going to be there for a while, which is why we haven't seen her a ton lately. But still, I do miss her. I would like to know what's going on there, especially since the last book ended with that. Anyways. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I do think, I, I'm, I'm going to say this, honestly, y'all, the books are better when Matt is in them. Yeah. I, I, I just, agree. I think like consistently, and I think that that's, his perspective is, is like the most heroic perspective. And because of what Rob Jordan is writing about, I think that these books really need him. And when he is on screen, even though what's happening to him right now is awful, and I'm, I'm going to keep calling it out for what it is, mm-hmm. the... It is a breath of fresh air when Matt is present. Yeah. And so, like, this week's reading was a lot better, in my opinion, and worked for me better than the last couple weeks, partially just because of how strong a character he is and yeah. how much I enjoy his perspective on the world that they're in. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Um, all right. Chapter 20, Questions of Treason. Uh, y'all, I don't know if you um, have read The Wheel of Time. But um, if you need a how-to on how to break people and make them slaves, Robert Jordan describes it yet again. So let's go. Yeah, so you can read that if you want. Um, I was like, oh my god, are we doing this again? Uh, how long into this chapter did it take for you to realize that Bethamin was the woman from Tenchiko? Um, I realized it when she said it wasn't as bad as Tenchiko. <laughs> I didn't even get it then. I spent this whole chapter being like, have we met Bethamin before? That yeah. name sounds familiar. Yeah. It wasn't until her and it wasn't until we got to the seeker being like, you and again and had a relationship in Tenchiko that I was like, oh my fucking god, it's the person from the basement. Yeah. Yeah. I read this whole chapter being like, who is this random like character they just introduced? Yep. Oh, yep. my God. Yeah. No, it took me a minute to get there as well. But uh, it, luckily, like, Robert Jordan doesn't expect you to remember that far back. He, he lays it out for you slowly. Thank you, Robert Jordan. Because otherwise, I, yeah, would not have known. Um, but, uh, we, we, yeah, we get this really, like, horrendous but interesting perspective. Um, and um, she talks a lot about the, uh, uh, the two Sita and... Somebody else. Oh my god, no, wait, we skipped over a whole thing. We did? Yeah, before Matt's chapter ends, he goes up to the Domain Kennels oh, in the yeah. palace, uh, and he yeah. finds Teslin. Yes, you're right, that does There's happen. two Teslin scenes. Right, 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 right. Before yes. we get into Bethamin, uh, he goes to find Teslin. Because he knows now that she is the one who put the note in his yeah. pocket. Um, and Jolene is like, yeah, fuck Teslin. She, like, uh, tried to drug me or whatever. And Which Tes- she did. She did. She was like, yeah, I wanted to fuck with Aleda. Um, so I drugged Jolene, and now Jolene escaped, and I am captured. And so Teslin is like, we're getting out of here, but you also have to save, um, Edesina Azadine. Edesina Azadine. Yeah, someone else. Sure. Um, which is crazy. Uh, Matt runs into a lot of Seafolk domain. Yeah. And the Sanchen have made them take their jewelry out, and one of them is just weeping uncontrollably, which is just brutal. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it sucks. This this fucking sucks. But uh, Tesla, then Matt runs into Tuon, and she's like, oh, I, he's like, I was taking a pastry to a windfighter who was nice to me. And she's like, oh, I love that you're so nice to the domains, but, like, don't fuck them. 
And Matt's like, why would I fuck a woman in a collar? Thank you, Matt. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that was weird. Damn. That was some weird, like, bestiality reference. And I was like, I don't like any of it. I don't, I don't, mm -mm, nope. Yeah. But yeah, no, so Tuan, Tuan is still following Matt. So then we get Bethamin going to see Teslin. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, And Bethamin, so Teslin is like a good domain in the scene. And Bethamin like is like, ooh, she her training's going really well. And then she's like, oh, she's fucking faking it. So now I need to be awful to her. Yeah. Oh man, I really hate having to completely break their spirits, but darn sucks. All right, next. Like it's like Yeah, and like she describes in very active detail how she's going to do that. And I'm like, fuck Bethamin. And then we get the reveal that Bethamin knows that she can channel. And I'm like, Bethamin, you <coughs> disgusting fuck. And like, she, I hope yeah. this character just dies. I hope Olivia finds her and just fucking knocks her out of the fucking game. Because, like, the fact that she knows and she's got this fucking... She has the information that the, that person that she is demeaning is no different than her. And she is still taking joy in doing it. Bethamin is fucking garbage. Yeah. I hate... I, I just hate the Sanchez. This whole narrative is just, like, rough to read, but, like, fuck Bethamin. Yeah, they're the worst. They're, yeah, awful. Blech. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Yup. Because um, we know that the other two, um, uh, Soldam, who who had the collars on one another, have, like, not fully recovered. Yeah. They are, like, fucked Rina up. and Sita. Because their entire worldview has been broken in front of them, and they're just going about life because they have no choice. And yeah. Seroth knows as well, which is why they're not allowed to be complete and hook up which with Which is so gross. Weird. So weird. Yeah, oh it's my gross. God. It's gross that that's the language that they use. I know. Like, but using like kennels yeah. and like complete, like I was like, um, it, yeah, it was, it was, it was rough. It was very rough. Um, but yeah, Bethman gets visited by our seeker boy. Oh no, we um, also, we, uh, we also learned that the fucking Sanchen have, Literal dog shows. Oh yeah, they with, have like dog pageants. The, with the prettiest Sanch- with the prettiest domain. Fuck this culture. Yeah. I hate them so much. Yeah. I literally I've literally hate them so much. Yeah, it's fucked up. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Uh see Sammy says, is she enjoying it though? She's taking pride in it. Um, despite the fact that she doesn't she she's a bad person. Yeah, like she she she's knows just bad. Like I, I She's still participating in a culture where she knows that she is no different from the person that she is subjugating. She's yeah. a, uh, she's a bad person. Yeah, like she has had that revealed to her and she's like, "All right, business as usual." It was bad before, but like it's still fucking awful. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ugh, all the kind of ick from this section, which uh, is intentional, but like goddamn. Oh, 100%. I just wish I kind of wish that I just wish there were. It was described fewer times. I understand what Rob Jordan is describing. I get it, but like the fact that the two, like chapter fourteen with Tuan, mm-hmm. had the same description of how to break a domain mm-hmm. as chapter twenty. And I'm so I'm like, why are you repeating this? Like, yeah. I understand that you repeat a lot, Robert Jordan. I understand that your writing is repetitive and yeah, that's definitely a, a lot of the style. Wh- why are you? Why are you? Why is this the thing that you want the audience to just be like very aware of the process of breaking slaves, right? Yeah, and it's the, not like it's a different process this time. No, yeah, we don't really like learn much new about it, especially because we had Egwene like living it in, yeah. in book two, right? So. It's, 
Yeah, ugh, it's a lot of cringe, but... Um, it just feels like he's going into detail on it that I don't need. Yeah. And so the excessive detail in a repetitive way, it's kind of like this that scene that we talked about yesterday in Avatar. Where it makes where you, like, like, shut off a little bit. You have to kind of, like, cut yourself off and get through it to get through it, because otherwise yeah. you're like, wow, I people suck and I hate everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's interesting. Um, it's, it's, it's... But yeah, the seeker yeah. is back um, and believes some kind of conspiracy with Sura and Marisu. Marisu is trying Ganon. to make the Egwene who joke, like we oh. did with Perrin and Matt. But Egwene has been in this book. Yeah, yeah, we've she's seen completely we, disappear. But wait, she's been in Teleran Riyadh. But, but yeah. we've seen her. We know what's going on with her. I would like to know more. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. Yeah, so so the Seeker has this, like, crazy convoluted conspiracy theory in his head, which, uh, to be honest, was a little bit hard for me to follow, but it believes that um, Seroth <laughs> yeah. and Agianin are, like, His leaps in logic together. on it are, like, kind of wild. Yeah, yeah, it's very um, uh, interesting. Um, and so we know that he's not 100% correct on a lot of these things. Yes. But I... I, I uh, on the other hand, I can kind of see how he would he could maybe connect them in his head without like evidence because seekers don't need evidence; they get evidence from the people that they torture. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucked up. Um, and so Bathman is really worried when the seeker shows up that the seeker knows about the whole channeling thing with Sita and I think it's like Rena or something like that. Sita and Rena, yeah. And then when she realizes it's about a Guillen and not about her, she's like, oh, thank God. Um, however, it's, it, it's, it puts her in the same position because if a Guillen gets found out, then a Guillen yeah. is going to share the thing about her being able to channel as well and the collars and yeah. everything just kind of falls apart and crumbles. Um, I just found it convoluted. It, it was. To the point where I was like, dude, like, how, it was. how did you come up with this he seems like a guy who like really enjoys puzzles and if there's not some a complicated puzzle he he'll make one. it complicated yeah, yeah. he's made his life so much harder by leaping so far in logic yeah yeah and i was like sure because because how he, do you even prove like his, that's the thing. He doesn't his story have to. is so insane no he does because if he no because they set up that if you make a claim against the blood yes and you're wrong then your the rest of your life is torture until you die okay but you're only wrong if you can't torture someone enough to admit that you're right if you it, he can what? torture somebody to be on his side and give him the evidence he needs and then he's scot free, right? Uh Brett Babino, thank you for that. Uh, thank you for the super chat. Good morning. So happy for the Friday book club. Only Let's coffee go. today, no days, beers, I promise. Just gotta push through to Knife of Dream to keep pushing. Uh, yeah. I don't need to push through. I really like the reading this week. I think we've been really hot on the reading yeah, this yeah, week. Yeah, sure. yeah, for sure. Yeah. This, this was good. This was some good reading. Yeah, and next yeah. week is gonna be almost Christmas. So you and know, it's, grab a beer if you want. Guys, we're only in the first half of the show. The second half of the show, the reading gets better this week. Like, there's Farmatting is fucking cool as shit. I like farmatting a lot. Yeah. Um, the no, I I I just found the seeker. No, my my point is that he can't just torture people the way he because they don't work like the questioners do. Yeah, they do. They're worse than the questioners. No, the torture that they use is worse, but they do have to have real evidence. Do they? It seems like they it, to go against someone of the evidence. blood. It seems like they do. Yeah, but if you're gonna torture someone of the blood, but if he tortures uh, Bethman or whatever, mm-hmm. he can just torture her until she says whatever he wants her to say, and there's evidence. I don't think that would be enough. Hmm. Right? I, I don't. I don't think her being like, "Yeah, there's a plot with the Aes Sedai." I don't think the Sancho would be like, "Oh, okay, then I guess we're taking Suroth down." Like, I think hmm. that he would have to prove that there's some kind of actual plot there. 
Interesting. Like, Bethamon just saying that there's a plot that she's a part of, I don't think would be enough evidence for him. Yeah, yeah, I there guess... Would, I think that he would have to find evidence of what the plot is, mm -hmm. and if he invents the plot, then there's there, there would uh, there would always so be close. too many holes. Yeah, he's so close. He's, he's like, on the right track, which is very but interesting. But he's not. Yeah, he's not at all yeah. on the right track. Oh, yeah, Suroth and Aginan are not on the same team. No, no, no. But Suroth is a dark friend. Oh, and, like, about that. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows there's some shit going on there and that she's hiding some stuff. And so Bethman gets scared and runs to Aginan. And instead of, like, being on the secret side and pretending to befriend her, is like, I need to be your friend because there's a seeker looking for me. And mm -hmm. we have this mutual understanding that if you reveal this, it fucks up my life. And if I reveal this, it fucks you up. So, like, let's just... Uh, be on the same side. And again, it's like, I all right, that, yeah. all right, we can do that. I just found it really interesting. The problem with what he's searching for is that there's no road for him to go down because the, the things that he thinks are connected aren't. Yeah. And so he's going, he, he's going to waste time trying to connect things together that just are fundamentally not connected mm -hmm. because Aginan and Suroth are not working together. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't know how he's going to figure that one out. One, well, he's not, right? Because Aginan and Bethman are going to work together to... Yes, yeah. The Seeker's not going to win. I think Aginan is anti-Sanchin, right? So, like, I'm, I'm curious to see what she's going to do from within. Yeah. Clearly, I mean, obviously, she's going to try and escape with Bale and Matt, but, like, we'll see. Yeah. Um, Arazuka Shefpour, uh, I'm so glad you guys like Farmatting. I love that storyline. I'm also happy you seem to be liking my favorite Wheel of Time book. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, I'm certainly am now. Like, this week's reading was really There's great. There's some good stuff in here. Um, Jen Smith. Smith. Thank you so much for that super duper chat. Uh, made it. Well, at least during your live. Watch you all later. Oh, thanks, James. Uh, Thank hope you. all is well. Love your perspectives. It is different from mine, but I still love it. You're good people. Thank you again for sharing. <laughs> what you, yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you for watching Book Club. Thank you for being awesome. And thank you for, for you know, acknowledging that uh, the way that we see the books not going to be the way you see the books and not the way that they're going to see the books and that's really cool. Um, Seasting7777 says, despite Sanch and awfulness, they are people of their word mostly, unlike white cloak questioners. So the seeker line isn't an option for him, but he can still be totally wrong. I agree with that. Yeah, I yeah. don't think that he is interested in taking down Suroth if he doesn't genuinely believe in his own evidence. Right. So like if he convinced Bethamin to say something for him, I just don't think that that would have value for him. Right. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't Unless seem it was politically to motivated. Save it's his own ass somehow. Yeah. The Sancho sure, like, sure, sure. loyalty is is very fascinating. I just don't think the thing about the Seekers is that I don't think that there's a benefit to him in taking down Suroth for political reasons. It doesn't no, no, change no. his station. I'm sure he truly believes that yeah. there's something fishy going on for sure, mm -hmm. for sure. And so that's why, like. I, I, I'm curious where this storyline is going because he his, his story is insane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, oh, he knows that Leandrin and um, he knows about her being a dark friend, essentially, but he just doesn't know that Leandrin is Black Aja. Maybe he finds out that Leandrin was Black Aja and he starts trying to take Seroth down for being black a, a, a dark friend. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It is. The, the, Seroth being a dark friend is weird because it doesn't really seem like she's doing dark friend stuff ever. Since book two. Obviously in book two, it definitely seemed more like it. But like, Soroth basically has Matt under her thumb and can do anything to him and hasn't. And I find that interesting because there are so many Forsaken who are after Matt Coffin, right? He's like a person of interest in this war. True. And Soroth could have him killed every day yeah. and hasn't made a move on him. And I find that interesting. I want to know why, like, why is Matt either being protected by something or... Maybe Suroth is not passing up her chain of command that Matt's there. Yeah. It's just interesting. 
Yeah. There's something going on there, though. Oh, 100%. One thing about Matt is, do you have any theories as to why the medallion hurts the golem? Um, because the golem is made of the one power. Yeah. And it's like the anti-one power. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, That's yeah, kind of yeah. what I'm thinking. I, I'm sure that that has to be it. Cool, 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 cool. Um. Matt who? Fuck. No, Matt is back, okay? Because I think, I don't think, I think that the, uh, I think that the way the golem works, and I, I could be 100% wrong here, but I think the way the golem works is that it is so made of the one power that it absorbs the one power when it's used against it. It's not that the one power doesn't affect it. It's that, like, because I think that if you, like, use the one power to throw a stone at the golem, the stone would hit the golem. But if you use the one power to attack the golem, the matter of the golem being the one power, because that's why it can get so small and so big, right? It just absorbs into itself. It's like trying to attack water with water, right? And so because of that, the only thing that can hurt it is something that actively fights the one power. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the only way that that makes sense to me right now. There could be more information later that changes that. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Um, Yeah, so so again... In- um, wait, one second. Yeah. Uh, Dark, uh, uh, Burnt Ashaman Sen says Dark Friends are not completely unified. Seroth has no idea who Matt is. Wasn't Seroth at the Dark Friend social where they showed them the three faces, though? I thought so. I don't think that's possible. Seroth has ha, Seroth has seen Matt's face at the Dark Friend Social. Here's in book the thing: Seroth might have orders that are like, "You need to, your your goal is this." There are other people working on the other stuff. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. But I, she has to know I who Matt like, is. Yeah. Unless she wasn't at the Dark Friend Social, but I could have sworn that she was because I thought that that's where her and Leandrin had the plan to pass off the girls. Yeah. I... Turbox says we missed a super chat. No, I went back and checked. We did not miss one. We got our zeros. I don't think we, we missed one, Turbox. But uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that is actually interesting. Huh. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, not sure. Because the Forsaken all seem to have different goals and such as well. So there's, yeah, so there's that. Kevin, welcome Thank to the Thank you for nerd being a nerd, table. Kevin. Thank you. Um, Alder Haman says she may be taking an order from a forsaken that doesn't want him killed. Oh, 100%. I just am curious as to why. Yeah. I don't think I don't think this is bad. I, I just think it's interesting. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> Eric says Seroth was at the social, but Matt is wearing fancy clothes. Right, right, right. You can't it's recognize- too colorful. She's like, oh my God. <laughs> you put the lace on him and he's, he's unrecognized. Oh, you know what? That ass would be recognizable, all right? I'm just saying. Uh, so we cut to chapter 21, A Matter of Property. Uh, this this is not my favorite moment for Gannon, but we'll get into it. Was that our doorbell? Our doorbell? <gasps> is that? Talk, talk, Okay, talk, go talk. check, go check. Because if that is what I think it is, then this is going to be very exciting. I didn't hear the doorbell, but maybe that's just me. Um, yeah, Gannon and Bale Doman have a very complicated relationship. Um, uh... Oh, I think it was the doorbell. Oh, okay, never mind. I just heard, oh, it's not what I think it is. Um, darn. Uh, yeah, Aginan and Bale have a very interesting relationship, right? Because they have done what they need to do to survive, right? With this whole Bale Doman being her so Jim um, property kind of thing. Um, and he's like, no, I don't want that. Like, I... 
they clearly love one another, but Aginan still expects him to behave like her property, even when they're in private. Which it, it, she does, you know, say like, oh, whatever, uh, this time doesn't matter. I'll have to like teach him. Um, I just find that very uncomfortable, and I, I hope that um, I hope that we move past that uh, a little bit. Um, yeah, she like punches it. It's it's very um, it's a uh, it's it's a little uncomfy, right? Um, Bail Doman. Oh, is that is it? No. Oh, I'm sorry. She rang the doorbell. She didn't want that to blow away because it's so small. Oh, that's Which fair. That's fair. fair. Damn it! I would thought. Eh. Anyways, <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, just that the whole Bail Doman thing is kind of awkward because she, like, expects him to behave a certain way even when they're in private. Whereas, like, you know, if, if she was, like, you're this person in public in front of other people because we have to keep up pretenses, then okay, then I understand that. But even in private, she's like, oh, I'm going to have to have a chat with you about that in her head. Which is, that's what makes it weird to me. I don't think, I, I agree with her in that he, in order for them to get away with the illusion that it like until they escape. Yeah. They and this goes back to all of the spy work in this series of mm-hmm. like, just be better at pretending until you leave. But that's the thing I'm seeing in front of other people, yes, but when they're in private. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's what makes it a little bit weird. And and she's you know, she's trying. She's like working it out through her head. Her, you know, her entire world has been shattered and it, she's trying to rebuild it. Um, yeah, she does punch him, so I was like, uh... Well, but there's that, but there's also... The moment in this that I don't like is when he's like, free me, and she's like, I'll try. But then in her head, she's like, but if I free you, I can't marry you because I could never marry someone who used to be property. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that's such a... It just it's 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 fucked up it and is, like it's yeah. unfortunate because I'm like what the fuck is wrong with you? It's very complicated. You're literally sitting there being like we're gonna run away from this culture together, but like you have to be my slave forever because if you're not my slave anymore, I'm not gonna marry you. And I'm like again and what like I know that yeah it is convoluted. She you know she's grown up a certain way for so long mm-hmm. that she's like she's trying to unlearn it. She's not quite there yet. Yeah, um, I just, that, that, I, I didn't mind all the other details that, I, I didn't love them, but, like, I, I didn't mind them, but, like, that one, I was, like, wh- what did you think was the future here? Yeah, You've decided that you'll marry him, but, but as soon as he was made a slave by a culture that you don't agree with anymore, you're done with it? Like, I yeah, just, whatever. Yeah, I, I agree. Guys, Randland needs therapists. I, I would like to start the pink Aja, the therapist Aja, for helping all these people with their fucking trauma. Yeah, seriously. Because this plate, this world is fucked up. It is 11 kinds of fucked up. Yeah. Um, uh, but Bethamin shows up. And Bethamin is like, this is what the Seeker said. And I was like, thank God. Yeah. I, I was worried it would be a, like, kind of, like, Like, fuck Bethamin. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, this yeah, does yeah. not redeem her in my eyes at all for the bullshit that she's doing. But I was at least appreciative that two characters in this book communicate about something. Yeah. Yeah. It, that was very nice to see. <laughs> they talked. So, yeah. So, they're going to get a ship. Yeah. And get out of there because uh, again, and it's like, well, god damn it, I don't want to get caught up in this whole Sura thing because I don't know what the fuck is going on there. So we're gonna get the fuck out of here. And Bell Doman's like, I did be recognizing that boy there in the kitchens. That yeah. be Matt Coffin. <laughs> I haven't seen him in two years, but I remember everything about his life. Yeah, and- he seems like a cool guy. Let's take him along. <laughs> The last time I saw Murdra, uh, Murdral tried to kill him, and again, <laughs> I, I do kind of love that um, she's like. This, what is a murdral? 
Are Madral only in Rainland? Yeah, I mean, that's scary. Um, Does the Dark One not have Madral everywhere? I, like, that threw me off. No, no, I guess there are not Madral in uh, Sanchen, right? Sanchen, and no yeah. Trollocs either. No, no. Which I'm like, in my head, the Blight is like across the top of the world. And I in my in my visioning of the world of Rainland, mm-hmm. on the other side of the planet, in Sanchenland, the Blight is also there north as well. And so if you were to go all the way through the Blight, you would end up in Sanchen, but nobody does that because you would have to go all the way through the Blight. Oh. But I don't actually, now I don't actually think there is Blight in Sanchen. No, I don't think so. Because I'm, because otherwise Trollocs would be coming out the north of the Sanchen land yeah, as well. Yeah, no, they, they have to be separate somehow. Interesting. I wonder if it's Randland is like closer to the boar, so it is more affected by the Dark One. I think it has to be that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah interesting. Rantamore says they killed all dark creatures in Sanchin. I, I, I just don't buy that. Yeah, how would you? Maybe there's not. Maybe it's harder to get them over there somehow. I don't really know how that works, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just I don't buy that the Sanchin have defeated the Dark One on their continent. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll figure it out. Sonic Shot says, "Don't different cultures give them different names, so they might be called Kermit." In the- like Mer- oh, Mer- there's Droll. so many Kermits. It's a, it's a Kermit, yeah, it may be. Why are there so many songs about Trollocs? <laughs> um. Oh my God. Yeah. So. I feel like that's that chapter. They're they're You're gonna get out. Gonna of get here, out of town, which is nice actually. And then you flip the page to chapter twenty-two, and there's a map. There's a new map. Yeah. Because we have a new location. Mm. Very excited to be introduced to Far Madding. Yeah. Um, a place where no... What's... What is that? I would love to review your thing, but we have not received it yet. Ah, damn it. Um, It's a place... Where it's it's a steading. You cannot use the one power because of the Terangrial that are yes. located there. Which is very cool. That makes Far Madding such a cool place. Yeah, and the fact that Rand... So Rand is like, I have to go fight the Ashaman. Mm-hmm. Where should I do that? And him choosing Far Madding because he can use a sword and he knows that a bunch of them, their egos are too big about the one power to have ever really dedicated themselves to the sword mm-hmm. is just like... It's so cool. So we, we meet him. He's following Hachide um, through says, town. Colonel Sanders, welcome Carl back Sanders, to the thank you. nerd table. Um, okay, it is disconnected. It is disconnected. I haven't looked at a world map yet. I have only seen Rainland, so I don't know. And Tremulking. Tremulking is like the island at the bottom of the yeah. world map. Methany, thank you for that super chat. Um, you're, oh my god, you let your cat run free in Sanchin for a day? Well, oh, bye, Shadow Swan. Oh, your cat's like the cats at Disneyland. Oh, your your cat, Sammy, is the one who cleanses the taint. Thank you, Sammy, for all your hard work. I appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, every time I look at a cat, it looks like they're cleansing their own taint, so. Wow. Just getting their tongue in there. You're not wrong. Or uh, cat's dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rantelmore, thank you for being a narg for five months. Welcome back. Dark spawn don't form automatically in the Blight, and a different society borders Blight north of the Sanchen. What? <laughs> Uh, they're cool. trying to... Deleted. Yeah. Guys, we'll get there. If if it hasn't been discussed yet, if it's Don't not Don't post in the spoilers <laughs> in the chat. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're... Even if it's been mentioned and it's not something that we catch on to, we've said this before, but, you know, um, not everybody catches every word. 
So I'll say it again. If there are things that we miss, please do not like tell us because you all have had the the joy of rereading the series and picking up on the things that you missed. Please allow us to also have that joy um, to go back and realize things um, because um, you know we probably are going to read the series again. Um, so, so if we're if we're if we're not sure on things, yeah, please refrain from confirming or denying, uh, because we just want to have this as an experience. And it, yeah, if 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 you're doing that kind of thing, it it ruins either future stuff that is revealed or future read throughs where we get to find the stuff that we like picked up on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So Rand is following Rakhide around, mm-hmm. and um, he follows him down an alleyway. And he thinks that he's, like, all smart. He thinks that, like, there's no way that he knows that that Rakhide knows he's following him. But then uh, Rakhide's like, it was a trap. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and Rakhide is um, a dum-dum mm-hmm. and thinks that he's going to win this. And I don't know why he thinks he's going to win this. He's a cocky motherfucker. I know, uh... but, like, Rand has, like, been famously sword fighting ten men at once. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know he's that, like... He's, like, watched him train... Well, actually, no, because Rand never, like, trained in the Black Tower. So maybe he's actually never really seen Rand, like, sword fight. But I feel like... Okay, so if if the Mahal, if fucking Maz from Tame is going to send people after Rand, uh-huh. you'd think that he would be, like, also, he is a sword master. He's, yeah, but, a, he's a literal blade. Like, he's but, a known blade master. Yes, but Roshied is an idiot, and he wants the glory of killing Rand himself. That's all he cares about. So he's not going to fucking wait for the other people, because he's so cocky. He's like, ah, whatever. Rand's never going to see this coming. Like, fuck that guy. I want the glory. Oh, but then just attack him. But yeah, like to, to stand there and like to monologue, like I was like, dude, oh no, he is an idiot. Yeah, we're just yeah. in agreement. He's yeah. just dumb. I was yeah. like, dude, what the fuck are you thinking? Which is why he that dies. like a professional combatant. Yeah. It, it would be like me taking a fuckle, a, 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 a couple of Wing Chun class. I don't know. My fucking brain. It would be like taking a couple of Wing Chun classes and then being like, you know what? I'm going to go challenge Conor McGregor to a fight. Yeah. 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 And look, Rockhide is probably really good with one power, right? He's probably really dangerous outside of formatting. Yeah. But like, dude. Mm-hmm. Dude. Yeah. Rand is a blade man. It's just you so dumb. You caught him monologuing. And it's yeah. not even like Rand has to try. The, the Rockhide doesn't even get his sword out of its scabbard. Yeah. He and gets Rand it like, like two inches out. And look, I know all about getting my two inches out, but... <laughs> wow. Come on, that was Self-burn. Self-burn. Let's go. Um... Oh Look, it's not about the size of the sea. It's about the motion of the ocean, you guys. Jesus um, Christ. Uh, so, yeah, he does. Like, Rand Rand destroys him so utterly. Yeah. That I'm like, dude, like, this is, that was embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's. You had no reason to be cocky. You no. useless motherfucker. He is not going to be remembered. He is going to die a nobody. And that's the worst thing that could possibly happen to him. So, fuck Rochid. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, uh, Kisman dies, or, uh, Rockhide dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kisman shows up. And they're like, oh shit, and then they hear guards coming, and they're like, truce? Truce. And they, like, run. Which is so cool. Yeah, it's great. And the it's way, the way that Robert Jordan introduces you to formatting here mm-hmm. is just brilliant, right? Yeah. Because you have this perspective of, like, the, these two characters, who are two of the most dangerous people on the planet, both looking at each other going, it's not worth it. 
Yeah. In oh, this yeah. moment yeah. to get caught. Mm -hmm. Rand is like, I need to take off my gloves because I don't think they'll kill the Dragon Reborn on sight. And they both just take off and I opposite directions. And great. I was like, oh, that was that Fantastic. was really interesting. Yeah. It also leads to this storyline of Rand basically like escapes and runs back to his people and is like, look, we got to get out of here. One of the Ashaman knows I'm here. They've yeah. clearly been following me. Well, and we know that that's, they don't need to run. Yeah. Because that guy's fucking dead. And Rand, here's the thing. Rand has, Rand has this track record of like zeroing in on a Forsaken and like moving forward until they're dead. Right? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. like been like, I have the one power. I am the Dragon Reborn. Fuck this guy. But like, is is at least still all there enough and smart enough to realize without the one power, like he can't just get himself out of any situation. So I think it was really nice to see the section. I I think it, it's it's like a small thing, but I think it speaks volumes about Rand's character. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, so he gets back to to his his group, his posse, uh, Min, and <laughs> um and yeah, we find out that uh kids 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 mit. Kisman is uh, stabbed in the street um, by, by a poisoned dagger. Yeah. It like explodes his arm. It reminds me of the dagger that Dark Friend What's Her Face had from the first book that like sizzled in the water, I think is what happened. Oh, no, it, when it was in the wood, it, like, burned the wood? Oh, yeah, it, like, lit uh, stuff on fire, I think yeah, is what yeah, it was. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's the same, like, poison or the same kind of thing, but it's obviously, like, it's obviously, I mean, we know that it's this whole Slayer thing, but... Do we? Yeah, it's gotta be. He's like, no, I'm gonna kill my nephew. Fuck that guy. Do you think Slayer kills Kisman here? Because I don't know that he does. I think so. I... I don't think it's... I think that we're meant to believe that it's Slayer, and I don't think that it is Slayer. Oh, because Slayer is talking about killing Lan, not killing Rand. But also, I, here's the thing. I don't think that Slayer would kill an Ashaman because Slayer is working for the... Here's the thing. Okay, so... so I think it's Fane. Fane is I think Fane the has followed one, them to Farmatting. And he's trying to kill Rand. He's I, like, that's, he's mine. So I think they intentionally put Slayer at the end of this chapter... To make you think that Slayer kills Kisman. Bait and switch. I think it's a bait and switch. And the reason that I think that is because I didn't... I was like, but why would Slayer have killed... Uh, if Slayer is working for the Dark Friends, and it's not personal. It doesn't feel personal for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas the when, when, when Kisman is killed, the guy says, he's mine. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I think that it's Pat and Fane. Why is everything in chat being deleted? Because there were spoilers and uh, they just, they got rid of all the S's to hide the spoilers. You don't have to time out the S's. Why are you timing out the people posting S to Kuna? Uh, yeah, if they're, if they're posting S, they're just trying to hide us from spoilers. So that's, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're just trying to Yeah, to please don't us. time people out for trying to push spoilers up the chat. That is not. That's, yeah, that's fine. Uh, we understand. Yeah, that's not worth timing that's out. There. That's, that's like internet culture. I, I don't want to time people out for doing things that we do in, that, that we just do online. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've please. done that for so long that, um, that's. Spamming as if spoilers in the chat is, is, has been fine for a year now. I'm not going to change that now. Oh, the chat is moving too fast for them to actually get rid of the spoilers. I understand. I understand that, but it okay. is easier for me to not see the spoiler if they're not on the screen than than because uh, I'm not worried about it being deleted for later. <laughs> right. I'm right. not gonna go back and read the chat to, to later today, so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with it getting pushed up by the S's. Okay. Um, but yeah, please don't time people out for that. 
Um, uh, Trintron, welcome back to the nerd table. <laughs> um, Min and Rand are the best. I I, I absolutely love Min. She's my favorite. I I adore her. Um, so then, uh, yeah, we cut back to Rand, uh, telling the, uh, girls that it's time to leave. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then we cut to Isam and Luke. Guys, huge reveal that we did not talk about earlier in this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Isam and Luke are the same person. Yes. Yes. And it's it, it's not obvious. Like the the body. idea that it's obvious is very strange to me because they're the, the the way that they function is new information that doesn't really make sense with how the world works previous to this. Like we've because we've never before this we've never seen it explicitly laid out that two people can share a body. It's yeah because even like Erengar isn't sharing the body; they're just yeah. being put into a different body. Mm-hmm. So, it is very weird. Yeah, I did not see this coming. Yeah. So, so here, here's here's my thinking about it. When we meet the 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 fact that Luke and Assam look like they're the same person to Perrin in the previous book, mm-hmm. I thought that one of the, it was that he looked one way in Teleran Riyadh and he looked another way in real life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we talked about back then. Yeah. What I the 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 new information here that changes everything is that they shape shift. Yeah. Cause, cause here's, I always thought that it was that he, when we get the, like, parent sees him as Luke running away at the end, mm-hmm. I thought that Luke and Assam were like the Teleran Riyadh version and the real world version, because you can change how you look in Teleran Riyadh. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, in my head, Erangar and Osengar look like their original selves in Teleran Riyadh, and they don't look like Halima and whoever Osengar well, is. Well, they can look like whatever they want, which is what kind of, like, makes it more confusing, right? Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. The, what's new information, and what I could have never seen coming, is that Luke and Assam are literally two personalities that can at will trade between each other yeah. and when they are the other one their entire body shapeshifts that's the part of it that's weird to me yeah yeah right yeah it is very strange i i yeah there's no there's no way that i could have been like oh yeah it's just two different people like it's the it's the shape shifting in the real world that well, threw, threw me off. It's the Teleron Riyadh of it all that makes it weird. If Teleron right. Riyadh didn't exist, I think I, that would make more sense, right? But the fact that you can go into Teleron Riyadh and you can look however you want to look, yeah, then it doesn't matter what anybody looks like when they're there, and so they they can just be whatever. So I, yeah, I don't know. It's very strange. David Zoller says couldn't see it coming because it came on you from behind. Wow. God damn it. Um, yeah, it's just, it's interesting. I, I I like this point of view where he, like, kills two people. He's, like, in Teleron Riyadh, so the room is full of light, and then he steps out of Teleron Riyadh into darkness because Teleron Riyadh is always lit for some reason. Very cool. He stabs the people in the bed, lifts up the covers. It's not Landon Nynaeve, and he's disappointed. Yeah, and he's like, that sucks. I really like to watch the people die. <laughs> Michael Kioski, thank you for the super chat. Thank they are you. two men, but when one looks in the mirror, he sees a some person. Oh my god. Well done. Well done. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Ten out of ten. Um, um Yeah, so he can't have been him then, because he likes to watch the people die. So he wouldn't have like poisoned this guy for him to run away. That's why I don't th- I, I think that the chapter sets it up that he is, but I don't I think it's Fane. Interesting. Because Fane is the only character we know who has like that personal uh grudge against rand yeah yeah no you're right you're right 
Um, How did Fane get into formatting? I have no idea. Yeah, no, but, I, I have I yeah. have no idea. Uh, Glenn Peterson, thank you for that super chat. Uh, Luke came to the mountains of doom. Isam waited in the high passes. One did live and one did die, but both are. Book two, Dungeon Blood. Yeah, I don't understand how that is supposed to be like, yeah, they're the same person. Like, <laughs> like, Sure, no, no, I understand that that is the prophecy. I don't understand how I'm supposed to read that prophecy and know that Luke and Assam share a body and can shapeshift at will into one another depending on who wants to be hunting. Yes. Like, the, the, like that prophecy is not the same as this section being like, oh, no, they both have the ability to exist and their yeah. body physically shapeshifts to look different depending on who is in charge of it. Yeah, that that would have been, like, weird if we had guessed that. Like, yeah. That would have been super that suspicious. That would be a crazy leap in logic for us to be like, oh, one waits in the high passes and one is uh, went to the mountains of doom. So clearly they have the ability to change their body at will depending on which of their altars is in control of the body. Yeah. Like, that is a... I, I get that they're both in there, yeah. but, like... Guys, it's been a couple million words, you know, I... <laughs> Uh, but that's why the prophecies are fun, right? And that's why yeah. we speculate about them. I actually wish that there was, like, more prophecies in these later books for us to to kind of figure out, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. and I, I think that, like, the, the fun thing about that kind of prophecy, because it, it, it's a well-written prophecy, because it makes you go, like, what the fuck does that mean? And you speculate and speculate. And then what the ultimate truth is, is there in that prophecy. It's uh -huh. true. Mm -hmm. That prophecy doesn't isn't, like, discounted by the truth. But the prophecy is, uh, is in, uh, like, so vague. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's weird. So no, no, no. So, Luke is Luke is Luke is Lan's uncle, and Assam is Rand's. And Assam is Rand's father. Father? No. Well, actually, we don't know who it is. He just looks like him. Or Rand's uncle. Rand's I don't know. blood relation, probably, maybe, somehow. Um, <laughs> probably, maybe, somehow. We, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, nerdy, I was supposed to get that with this prophecy. That's exactly how I feel of Bino, where I'm yeah. like, yeah, no, like, it's cool. I'm but... like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I, I see oh, that now. Oh, wait, Assam is Lan's uncle, and Luke is Rand's uncle. Oh, my, fuck, I give up. Wait, no, I thought that the dude who... I, guys, I give up. I We're done. He... End of book club. Oh. No more. Luke, it, Luke and Assam is the final straw. We're That's, done. That's it. That's it. We're out. <laughs> it's been a year. We're calling it. We're out. God damn. <laughs> Assam is Lan's cousin. There's always a fucking weird uncle. No, it can't be Lan's cousin. It's the uncle who it's betrayed Malkir. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uncle, cousin, whatever. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I, they're related somehow. Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. The, it's it's cool. It, it doesn't really make a lot of sense, Um, but it's cool. Uh, right? Yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. The shape-shifting of it makes it like, what? Okay. Yeah. Because we haven't seen... Here's the thing. We have not seen any shape-shifting in, in the real world. Uh -huh, uh -huh, We've uh -huh. only seen shape-shifting in Teleran Riyadh. And so Luke and Assam being, the, well, being no, a real-world shape-shifter is weird to me. Rand can change his appearance, but that's not becoming a different person, No, he right? doesn't change his appearance. He puts on a glamour that makes other people think that he looks differently. Oh. Like, you can use the Mirror of Mists to, like, have an illusion, okay. but it's an illusion. It's not real. Uh -huh. Whereas this is fundamental shape-shifting. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, even, like, Elias and Perrin don't shape-shift into wolves. So even, like, the werewolves of this world aren't shape-shifters. And so Luke and Assam being the first real-world shape-shifters is, 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 is interesting to me. 
Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's just a, it's a it's a different kind of magic than what we've seen the one power able to do with anyone else. It's kind of like when Combustion Man shows up in Avatar, and you're like, wait, you're how like, does how does this person work, work in the world? Yeah, that doesn't work with what I've under, all the other forms of this magic that I've seen before. Yeah. And so I'm very curious as we move forward, what make like I, I want to know more about Luke and Assam and how that works because yeah. it's just different and like in, weird to me. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we get all of that information, that big reveal. That was fun. That yeah, was cool. I, I really liked that chapter. Um, this whole chapter was great. The introduction to Farmatting, the fight with Kisman, Kisman's death, uh, Rockhide's death, his like, oh my god. Like, chapter 20 of this is like, a, or sorry, 22. This is a fantastic chapter of this book. Like, mm-hmm. everything about it was cool. The reveals are cool. There's intrigue. Prophecies are fulfilled. Like, it just, the, like, chapter 22 is peak what I like about Wheel of Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um... um and then we get chapter 23. Mm-hmm. The ladies ride horses for a chapter. Yes. Uh, the, the, when the, the sea folk are bad at riding horses. Uh, and, and we get back to the, immediately get back to a couple of things that I'm not a fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, in that uh, Cat Swain sucks. You guys, Cat Swain, I didn't wear my Cat Swain suck shirt today. I should have, because Cat Swain fucking sucks. Fuck Cat Swain. Get the fuck out of here. Miserable person to spend time with. I literally, I cannot stand her. This was, th- this section, I was the most, I am I feel so fucking vindicated. Cat Swain is the worst. I got nothing. <laughs> you, once upon a time, you defended this woman. Look, here's the thing. I think as a character, like, written, like, she's a, she's a good character, like, in terms of being interesting. But yeah, she, I, I, her actions in this section, I'm like, fucking Christ. Um, so I, I, I don't know how to feel right now. I hope that Ked Swain um, really turns it around for me so that I don't feel like... Buying my shirt? I'm not going to buy your shirt, okay? Um, Just wait. We don't know. I, I don't know. And that's the problem is I'm like, fuck, I feel like... I still think she's like you an interesting. You picked the wrong horse in this no, race. No, I still think she's an interesting character, but like Jesus Christ, the 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 freaking like her interactions with Rand are rough. Mm-hmm. Like Rand is like, "Hey, let's work together," and Cad Swain is like, "Fuck you," and I'm like, uh, yeah, that's gonna teach him to laugh and cry. Maybe cry. We'll get there. We'll get there. Let's let's get there in order. Bethany, thank you for chat. Thank you. Um, you'll definitely pick up on Sam's exact identity on a reread. I think it's probably in Ruidian. I want to go back and reread Ruidian because I feel like that's where we learn yeah, about it. I feel like it's got to have some connection. Um, shapeshifting has an in-world explanation and has occurred before. Has it? I don't think anything has shapeshifted. We've had illusions, but I don't think shape-shifting I don't happened. remember. I'm going to have to go back and uh, figure that one out. Uh, Michael L. says, Mike, it's not Christmas you. until you hear Nerdy Rant about Cat's Way. <laughs> thank you, Mike, for that super chat. And Zedera- We're going to do a yearly Christmas stream every year where I read you a Christmas book and then tell you why Cat Swain is the fucking worst. Uh, Zedarog, welcome back to the nerd table. I might need to buy um, two more of Clarissa's shirts. Yeah, go for it. Merry Christmas. Um, um, Rantel Moore says, Cat Swain is the kind of person who borrows your car and doesn't put gas in. <laughs> She's an interesting character. I just think that, like, she is, like, she's she's not being as smart as she thinks she is in this situation. Not being as smart? She's a fucking idiot. She's just all ego. 
she's her her ego is bigger than anybody else's and her actions don't back it up she's not accomplishing anything at least she's like doing shit no what well they they went to farm adding oh, yes they went there uh-huh that's all she did and then she went and guess what she did again she went and she went to the women's room to sit like like she's not she's not doing anything to move story forward she's just doing things to be around she wants to be close to Rand. I get that. But, like, she's not providing him with anything to do. She's not doing anything. She's just there now. And, look, the next section, yeah. I, I'm nothing happens here, right? We just, we get three chapters about the women getting there. Yeah, there might be something it might that be in the next section in the next chapter. But I'm still, I'm still waiting for Ted Swain to do something. Let, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Yeah. So they ride in. Um, Harine is being a pain in the ass because she's made some deal with Ted Swain that we don't really know about yet. Um, but we mm-hmm. will find out about that as these chapters progress. Um, and Mode, who is a character that I... Sure, yeah. Sure, Mode is there, and she's really good at horse riding, even though... Or no, uh, Mode is... Um, Mode's the blade master, but he's uh, he's sea folk, and he's just good at riding a horse. Yeah, um, yeah. Better, yeah, than the, uh, the other ones. I wonder what else he's good at riding. Uh... We do get this. We do get the fun perspective from the from the sea folk. Yeah, it, it, so, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I I did appreciate that. Um, finding out about formatting with the Terangrel, you know, they ride mm-hmm. in, um, and they're like, "You're gonna feel this. You're not gonna be able to touch the one power when you're there. It's like a steading." Boxy, um, thank you for that super Boxy, chat. Both Catswain and Varen are from formatting. Yes, yeah. but, but Varen was exiled. exiled? Twenty years ago. So that's going to be interesting. I'm sure. But why? I'm sure that's going to be important three books from now. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, they also have to give over their weapons or have them like tied up. They they're like netted so that they can't mm-hmm. be like used. Well, that's not that that like that's that's like the end of the chapter. Like this chapter is just a long like. Um, it's it's a long there's it's a lot like this is just a lot of like them like talking about the perspectives and how how mean Harine is to Shallon, which I was like what is the point of this until we we do get the payoff of it in that Harine recognizes that Shallon is uncomfortable in formatting and like is a human yeah. in that moment later on yeah. and so I initially reading this I was like kind of like grating my teeth at this yeah and then. Unlike so much of the other stuff, and I, I wish Robert Jordan did more of this, where if you're going to do this must ex- explanation, show us why. Yeah, and give us those moments to to really, like, feel something. And so what I loved here is that Robert Jordan did his, like, over-explanation thing that he does, and it's interesting, and there's plenty in there, but it all ties together when Harine turns to Sean and goes, you're really uncomfortable, aren't you? Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, that, that was like a human moment. Yeah. Among women in the Wheel of Time that never happens. And I was like, Crazy. This, it was great. Yeah. So like the, this, like learning about Harine and Shallon's relationship through these three chapters, leading up to Harine's turn, mm-hmm. I was like, th- th- this was this was so unexpected, but yeah. I I really liked it. Yeah, I was well yeah. done, well done, Robert Jordan. I appreciate you. Yeah, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I I do find it interesting that well, one thing I didn't understand about this section, and maybe you can help me with this, mm-hmm. is Shallon wasn't allowed in the courtyard when Cat Swain made the gateway. Yeah. To see the weaves. But I don't understand that because if the gateway is open, can't they see the weaves because the gateway is open? Yes. Now, from what I understand, seeing the weaves already in place would take a lot more study than watching them be woven. 
because you kind of have to work ass backwards, right? And see how they were like put together. Whereas if you're watching somebody do it in real time, I think it's much easier to follow. I, that just, that that seems weird to me because they're so worried previously about the Sanchen seeing the residue of the weaves of the gateway later. Yeah, because they don't want to give them any information that would let them like discover it. I think that you would have to take time, mm -hmm. maybe hours even day or days to study the weaves to see how they're put together. But watching them be woven in order is much easier to follow if you weave, I guess. Okay, I, I kind of was, I, I just kind of, the, the, my question about that moment was I was like, wait, but wouldn't she see the weaves anyway once she's... Yeah, but she sees them for a few moments, walks through, she sees them for a few moments behind her and then they're kind of gone. So I don't think so she's So it's about time. the ability, okay, that makes sense. You know, maybe like, I no, don't that, know. No, that, 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 that does make sense, yeah. I feel like Elaine maybe would be able to pick up on a lot by seeing it because she's got this like talent for figuring that shit out. But as normal person, I'm maybe. so used to spending time with the Wonder Girls that I forgot that they're the Wonder Girls for a reason. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we also learn as they're walking that the Ashaman might be warders now, which is something. Well, they are. Yes. Well, we, no, but we don't learn that for three more chapters. You're right. But but they, Shallon is being like, I think those Ashaman are warders, and I was like, There's no fucking way. Do you think that Varen compulsed them to be warders? No. I, I don't. I think that they are legitimately, I think that, I think that it is a legitimate, they are so scared of what tower. is going on with the Black Tower that they were, and Rand not being there for them, like genuinely not being there for them, that they chose something that would give them some protection because Rand wasn't there to assuage their fears. Fair. They turned to the only thing available to them in a moment where Rand had kind of abandoned them. Yeah. And I, I totally understand their perspective there. Yeah. Um. I wonder if we're going to get a perspective of whether or not the channeling is why, like, Rand couldn't be, like, compulsed by Alana, or if it's just Rand. I think it's all male channelers. Because I don't think that Rand has anything that's unique like that, um, where, like, the power works differently on him. I don't know. Maybe maybe his Taviranist does. Yeah, but... he's the chosen one, so it's kind of like, all right, all right. I just... Yeah. Sorry, excuse me. Would love more information on that because it is very curious. I think we'll get it though, because I feel like they're setting up this is going to be the team for a while. Yeah. I think like Rand, Nynaeve, Lan, Min, Ked Swain, uh, and then the other 15 named characters that are part of this band of companions. It feels like they're going to stick together for probably like a book. Yeah. From here. Yeah. You know what they I mean? They got business to figure out. Yeah. Because um, it kind of feels like this book is not going to resolve anything and that we're kind of putting things in place for the next book maybe to resolve a bunch of things. Because mm -hmm. um, I don't, like, I don't think the parent Shido thing can be resolved by the end of the book. Yeah, right. There's only been there. 10 chapters left. I don't think that Rand is going to cure the taint this book. Yeah. And I don't think that Matt is going to escape Abudar this book. Mm -hmm. I think this book is just kind of getting everything in place so that the next book can finish those storylines off. Because yeah. I have a feeling the rest, uh, like, I think a significant chunk of next week's reading has to be about Egwene, what's going on with Egwene, right? We haven't yeah. moved her storyline forward at all. And so this is and where... we left off with her assaulting the White Tower in the, at the end of that. Yeah, it's very strange. And that's just where I'm like, okay, so this book is, this book is, it's never going to be my favorite book in the series. Because I genuinely, even though we haven't read the end of it yet, there isn't enough chapter space left to resolve all these things. And so I think that we're going to get more place setting next section to set up the next book. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, 
And so t- the cross, because and the next book is called Crossroads of Twilight. Mm-hmm. So I think all of these stories are going to have their crossroads moment, where all of our stories, Egwene, Rand, Matt, and Perrin are all going to have a moment where they come to a crossroads in that book, and they have to make a decision in each of those individual storylines. Yeah. And I just feel like that's what we're building towards. Yeah. That makes and sense. there isn't enough real estate left in this book to like get through all of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, you're right. Um, so we, uh, yeah, so they have to tie up their swords to go into farmatting because no one is allowed a weapon except for the guards. And, um, it's very expensive to do that, which I thought was very interesting. Like, farmatting has a Farmatting is Canada. (laughs) (laughs) No handguns. Yeah. You don't need them. Yeah. It's too cold to use magic here. Um, certainly Uh, today. mm -hmm. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Um, Nerdy is reading the next book by the titles. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I mean, look, I could I could buy it. You know, I could I could buy it. Oh my god. I need to bring a full French press of coffee every week. This is great. Yeah. Sure. Um So <laughs> they they go into the council and Kid Swain, who's not been here in 20 years, um immediately starts telling everybody what to do again because I I guess she's I guess people think she's in charge. I I don't really I don't the way that I said I work, yeah, she um, is. And so she goes to meet Elias. Uh, she bullies Which Elias. Is not Elias. <laughs> no, who's not El- Elias, but is Elias. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She bullies her. Um, Elias? I don't know. Pointlessly. Because uh, it's all, like someone needs to teach Ketswain that you get more flies with honey than with vinegar. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like this was this. Oh, my God. Uh, this whole Cat Swain comes in just fucking demanding shit and being like, are there any behaviors about you that I have to correct? And I'm like, fuck you. That's an adult. Jesus fucking Christ, Cat Swain. I like hate yeah. this woman. If this woman spoke to me like that, I would laugh in her face. And then if she tried to use the one power on me, that would say everything you need to know about her. Mm-hmm. She's not a good person. She feels a little bit like um, Elon Musk right now. <laughs> Um, okay, elaborate. Um, <laughs> I, I like. I, I don't think I need to. She's got her like fanboys who follow her because they because they just follow her because she's Cat Swain. See, Sarmi's right. <laughs> yeah, she's just an asshole to them randomly for no, literally for no reason. Yeah, I don't know. I, I if my <laughs> reputation worldwide was that if I show up, people become uncomfortable because they would rather I was dead. I would be upset with the life that I've lived. Yeah. I wouldn't look back and be like, oh, I've done such good work. I'd be like, oh, everywhere I go, people are disappointed that I'm alive. That is a, that is a miserable existence. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Cad Swain, but it's your fault. Your actions have led every single person to be disappointed that you are not dead. That is your own fault. You can't blame people for that. Yeah, I'm definitely not. Like, I would not. I would want to be on Cat Swain's good side, but I wouldn't want to, like, be her friend. You know? I would want to be on the other side of the world from her. Yeah. I don't want to be anywhere near this woman. Yeah. And the, and she's given me no reason to think that that's not true. Like, she's miserable. Every interaction with her that we've read is miserable. It's exhausting yeah. reading this character. Um, uh, Kosh, if you're talking about us... Oh, our wedding is on YouTube. You can go watch it if you like. Um, happy holidays. Put a ring on that girl's finger. Oh, yeah. We got married very publicly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can go watch it. It was, it was a good time. It was very fun. Yeah, gosh, we've been married. Uh, we, uh, we we just celebrated our second anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that just, that was very funny to me. 
Um, Are you not wearing a ring right now? Is that why? Oh, I mean, it's maybe just because you're not wearing it. But I, I mean, I don't I'm know. not wearing my ring either. But you know, we've been married for years. Yeah. Years. We've been yeah. married for more than one year. That's crazy. I, I like being married to you. <laughs> Thanks. I like you're it hot. too. <laughs> um, so, Cat Swain. Uh, oh, man. Uh, Kat Swain is like in the middle of embarrassing Elias. Yeah. And Varen chimes in. And like, thank you, Varen. Now, granted, Varen chimes in to talk about how a man channeled. This got yeah, confusing. Yeah. Because the Terangrials stopped men from being able to channel. But I. It, but Varen sent off a guy to go channel so that she could. I didn't understand. Can men channel or not? So. I, do, I don't know, because at first I was like, okay, maybe not a man, like, channeled, but, like, tried to touch the ones, the power. But if you can't feel it, how can you reach out and try? That's, yeah. No, it, it, it I thought that it was, like, shielding, where it, you could, like, feel that it was there, but it was out of reach. But if you can touch it enough to channel so that the, the, the tiles light up and the women wearing the collars, I thought it was weird that there are more women wearing collars here, but um, the... The, the, the tiles light up. I, I just, I felt like either they can't touch the source or they can. I, 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 and so this triangle, the, the way that this triangle is explained here got complicated to my brain. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll like figure it out later. Yeah. Cause we, we haven't been, we, yeah. Yeah. It gets explained later. All right. We'll deal with it later then. Cool. Yeah. Um, it was not, it was, it was very not clear in this moment. Mm-hmm. So we'll figure that out. Because I was like, oh, someone channeled somewhere outside of Ebudar. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, that. And then the book does the like, that's why Varen sent that guy away. And I was like, is it? How? Because he can't channel in Ebudar? I was very confused. Uh, Deadsy, if you skimmed through the wedding video, that means you didn't have audio on. And that's why it wasn't nerdy enough. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, fun fact uh, Disney gets all the money from <laughs> our wedding video because. Because we, si- we signed our wedding vows to, or our wedding certificate to the Avengers theme song. Uh huh. Um, because we were becoming a team, and so the because of that, and because we walked at the after our wedding, we walked back down the aisle to the Star Wars theme from the the celebration theme from the end of A New Hope. Disney makes all of the AdSense from our wedding. Yeah, oopsie, it's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a good day. As if Disney doesn't get enough of our money. Um, True that. Whatever. We also get paid Um, to talk about Disney stuff. So, like, I also love that, like, Varen is, like, pretending to, like, not really know what's going on. Like, she's pretending to be, like, silly and, like, incompetent. Yeah, because she's a dark friend. Yeah, which is why I'm, like, worried about her and Cat Swain. But Cat Swain, oh, maybe she isn't a dark friend. Because Cat Swain knows why she was exiled. Because Cat Swain helps her hide her identity. Yeah. Maybe she isn't a dark friend, but then what the fuck is she? Because she's evil. She's not like a good. Per- I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Very strange. Um, but this Terangrail is very yeah, cool. I don't know. I'm I don't ex- know how I feel about Catwing or I'm about Baron. Excited to learn more about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we get the moment where her, oh, uh, we find out that the the deal with uh, Harine is that Catswain uh, will take Harine to Rand if Harine gets Catswain like privileges within Ebu Dar. Because Cat Swain um, is aware that her bullying is not going to get her shit because within nobody Ebudar? wants to be nice to you. Sorry, within um, sorry, within uh, farmatting. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> right, right. Because this girl probably would have kicked out Cat Swain, but the but Harine was like, no, she's here with me, so mm-hmm. I need her to stay. <laughs> so um, we cut back to Rand, mm-hmm. who is um, about to bone down with Min. 
Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> um, yeah, he's about to bond down with Min when he's interrupted by um. Catwain and Alana. Oh no, no, before that, he, oh. him, and Min are having a conversation yeah. about how Olivia is going to help him die. Oh, yeah, and he's like, nah, it's chill. Well, and Min is, like, very worried about this. He's like, nah, everyone's gonna die sometime. Well, I, we, have, okay. we have different points of view on this. Mm-hmm. I think that that means that he's gonna help, She that Olivia's gonna help his blood be spilled at Shia Ghul, which means I think he's, she's going to be there all the way till Tarmangaden. Yeah. And you think? I think that she is going to help cleansing Theron from Rand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which will cle- which you think will cleanse the taint? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's how Olivia helps him die, but it's not like him. It's Luce. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in interesting, interesting. I don't know if either of us are right. I don't know I, either. Both of us are probably wrong. Probably. But um, now that like uh, uh, Olivia being there to help him die is like so interesting, and I cannot wait for that. T- it yeah. tidbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, um, and so they decide that they're going to have sex, but a knock at the door comes. Well, no, they don't decide they're going to have sex. Min, like, throws... She's like... She knows Alana is coming, right? They know Alana is, like, on her way. And so Min is, oh, like, right. what am all I saying? over yeah. him. Uh, Min wants Alana to walk in on them having yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, Rand is like, she's there. And then Kat Swain is there, and Min, like, throws herself off, and yeah, then yeah. Alana walks in. So it's like, well, he fucked up. And then Rand uses language Kat Swain doesn't like, and so she smacks him so hard that he sees black spots. Yeah. Fuck this character. I legitimately, when, when, when Kat Swain smacks Rand for language, like, fuck off. Yeah, I do. I hate her so much. I don't understand how that's supposed to help him laugh more. Maybe she wanted him to cry. But, he, and this is so funny, right? Because she leaves after that. She's fucking useless here. She does nothing. She doesn't help. She doesn't provide any information. She's just a dick. And then she leaves to go to talk with Min, right? She takes Min so that Alana and Rand can have a conversation. And she, her perspective in that conversation is she's like, oh, I need Rand to cry. I need him to laugh. And meanwhile, Rand is in the room with Alana. And what Rand is thinking about is not how hard he is, not how, like, stony he is. His literal thought is, oh, my God, I hope Brigitte and uh, Avienda and uh, Elaine mask the bond when Min and I are fucking because I would hate for them to feel me fucking Min all the time. Yeah. Like, he's literally, he's not that cold. No, he's not. And so, Kat Swain is literally being a nightmare of a person because she does, she has not spoken to Rand enough to know what he needs. They've had like three conversations. Yeah. She hasn't spent enough time with him to know that he's he's a person. Like, he's got emotions he's like she just doesn't know him and so she has made this massive assumption about him Mm -hmm. that is causing her to behave like a nightmare and Mm -hmm. physically striking him for language which like fuck off you are not his mom and even if you are that's still inappropriate but like it's it's so wildly inappropriate the way that she behaves it's not fun to read it doesn't seem to have any point yeah and like i just like i cannot stand cat swain at all yeah no i was like there was a big yikes for me. And then he'll be like, oh, I just need him to be more emotional. And I'm like, well, then stop hitting him and talk to the guy. Have yeah. a fucking conversation. Yeah. I want, look, I want, I want, I want the books to change my opinion about this character. Mm-hmm. But they, they, they aren't. Like, they're not doing anything with her that I give a shit about. And everything that she does do is just like fucking miserable to read and it makes her seem stupid because her actions do not seem to be furthering her goals in any way 
Yeah, I don't really understand like why she thought that that would like help. So I, I, I genuinely don't know. The only, the only thing that is keeping Rand working with her is Min's prophecy. It isn't her actions at all. No, and so as otherwise a Rand would be like, fuck off. You so, know? so like Robert Jordan has written in this like we have to put up with this because Min says so, and I'm like, well then, but like why not make the character smart? Why not make her active in what she wants instead of just making it that. If Min wasn't there, Rand would have told this woman to fuck off and never spoken to her again. Yeah. And, like, so it's, it's, I guess we have to put up with the bullshit because of prophecy. But, like, I am yeah. done with Cat Swain. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to, hopefully, later in this book when she um does something. <laughs> Rand Moore, thank you for that super chat. Yeah, she, her, her ego is definitely unchecked. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that super chat. Um, but yeah, the more interesting part of this chapter is the Alana stuff. Yes, let's get to that. Which is... Let's be done with Kit Swain. I never want to talk about her again. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Alana stuff is really weird. She's like, yep. you belong to me. And I'm like, fucking gross. Yes, fuck Alana. Um, yeah. And Alana's like jealous, like, who did you, who bonded you? I'm gonna fuck him up. And I'm like... You have no right. Literally, yes. like, no right. Like, I, 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 um, yeah. Alana pisses me off. Um. Yeah. She gives me all the ick. And she doesn't even, like, she doesn't even really care that what she did is wrong. She's like, yeah, whatever. The way it happened doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter because now you're my warder. And that means something. Well, and the problem is that she's done this thing that everyone agrees is wrong and there have been no consequences for it. Oh, yeah. Everybody's like, wow, that's a really horrible fucked up thing to do. But eh, we're just going to overlook it for now because you can feel where Rand is. Well, and and Min and again, Robert Jordan uses, well, Min's prophecy says that you can trust her. So we have to put up with this. And I just I feel like Robert Jordan, in my opinion, should have written this better instead of using. I, I think that using Min's prophecies as a crutch to keep these characters around the story rather than consequences and growth and like character development mm-hmm. to keep them around. I think it, it, it is a, it is a form of lazy writing where he, he's not justifying these characters through their actions. He's justifying them, their existence, continued existence in the story through just, well, this other character whose magic power says they have to be there for it. Yeah. And I, I, I find it to be, a, I find it to be disappointing, particularly because he wrote in that bonding someone against their will is essentially rape. Yes. And then he's allowed this character to have zero consequences for her actions other than not being near him, which is like, yeah. I don't give a fuck what you want. Yeah, right. Like, I just, I, I have no sympathy for that. Like, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I am, I'm just, I, I really hope that there are consequences for her. That she doesn't just get away with this, but it it's it's unfortunate. But it kind of seems like he's more willing to work with her now, which I find just very strange. And the thing is, he knows that Alana won't betray him, so yeah. he can like have a certain degree of like trust with her in that way, especially because she can't compel him, which is good. But also, like, I don't know how much I would be willing to trust a person that is in my confidences, but also like violated me. <laughs> Um, so I don't know. Look, Waffle says I agree. I think he didn't know how to achieve what he wanted, so he just skipped it. I agree with that. It kind mm. of feels like we kind of like he just kind of leapfrogged working, and, and, and unfortunately, I think that he's done that with a number of things in these books. Like I, I don't, I don't know that Robert Jordan had the 
emotional wherewithal in his writing to deal with some of the topics that he brings up in a way that I think really um, treats them with the care that they should have been. And I think that that's where some of our complaints in the last few weeks have been, is that he is very willing to bring up really tough subjects, but he doesn't do a lot with them. He just kind of he just kind of explains them yeah. and he goes into great deal explaining slavery and explaining rape and, and, and kind of just saying like these things exist and by not taking a perspective on them and by not having them have consequences or affect characters in big ways within the storyline. I think that he misses on those bigger topics. And when he's writing about the fantasy stuff, when he's writing about like Rand and formatting and the fighting and, and, and the, the big battles that I think that we've complemented so well, yeah. I think he's an incredible writer. Yeah. Here, I think that he he sometimes doesn't have uh, a, enough of an outline for how he wants to deal with the emotional consequences of the things that he writes. Yeah. And it, it is where these books are the weakest, in my opinion, consistently across the entire series. Other than book two, actually, I think that the way he handles Egwene's storyline with the Sanchin in book two is really strong. And so I'm kind of surprised that considering the strength of that sequence, yeah. it feels like he doesn't have the same emotional depth in the way he writes other things like that. Yeah, yeah, there are definitely moments that I, I, I think are lacking, um, you know, and uh, Perry and Fayil is, is one of them, yeah. mm-hmm. for sure, um, and, and, and it's tough, right? Uh, someone's not going to be good at everything, like, Robert Jordan has his strengths, yeah. and they are remarkable, but there are definitely some, some pitfalls, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Alana sucks, I don't care... I, I want Min to beat the shit out of her. Um, but, yeah. like, I just... Yeah, the whole, like, you are mine thing was 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 weird. I, and I don't know how Rand is going to, like, use this because he is trying to use all things at his disposal to his advantage. Yeah. So I think Alana will have a part to play and, you know, hopefully redeem herself somehow and realize mm-hmm. that... It realized how fucked up it is what she did because right now it just seems like everyone's letting her get away with it. So she's like, oh, it's fine. It doesn't well, matter. She, and, and in this section, she's doubling down on it. She's yeah. like, you belong to me. It is inappropriate that you bonded someone else Without because me. I bonded you against your permission. Like she, she's she's leaning hard. She hasn't learned her lesson at all. Yeah. Right? And so like she, I, I think that this scene would have been different if she had come into it with some level of emotional growth. Yeah. But she hasn't, Right. And that that makes it kind of I, reading it. I was like, oh, this is this is like the this is the most boring version of this. It is her showing up and the her, she has had no t- in having time to reflect on her actions. She hasn't reflected on them in any way. No, she doubled down. Which yeah. I, and I'm hoping and she tries that- to hit him, and he he yeah. stops her. He grabs her hand and he stops yeah. her from hitting him. I'm hoping that it changes. But yeah, that yeah. whole scene was like, oh God, Rand, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I am so sorry. Um, I um, Yeah. Philip says, I think he does great with PTSD and things that relate to his war experience. A thousand percent. Yeah. I, I think that th- some of those things aren't as present in the last couple of books. And as he's gotten further into getting away from what the first six books really were structured around. Yeah. I feel like we've seen some of the stuff he's not as good at writing. Yeah. I, and so... It, you know, when we get to, like, Matt and his, like, scheming to get out of Abu Dhar, that stuff works really well because I think he writes Matt really well. Yeah. And I think that what's sometimes a struggle with these books is the point of view characters have very different levels of, it, like, not, I don't want to say quality, but the, the, 
the things that he's good at writing, he's really good at writing. Yeah. I would say, like, the best at. Like, I think he's written some of... I, I still think Shadow Rising might be, like, the, One of the, the top S-tier fantasy yeah. books, right? But when he's writing stuff that I personally don't think he, like, writes very well, it, it can be a slog to get through. You know, it, it's that weird... <laughs> that word, our favorite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so it's just it's just inconsistent. Because mm-hmm. it, it really is the high highs and the low lows of the Wheel of Time, but yeah. there are both. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the bonding might uh, not... Uh, is not going to be in the show. I don't know if Alana's gonna do it because they do the, like the Alana that we meet in the show different, doing that different feel, character that feels bizarre yeah, yeah, yeah I don't think that this is going to be a plot point from the um from in the show it also just like her bonding him hasn't really meant anything to anything yet <laughs> the only reason it's convenient is that people can know his rough they can know Miranda's, yeah. where it when because because now that they can also travel they can like find him much easier mm-hmm. so they're gonna have to navigate that in the show but yeah the whole bonding thing is gonna be fucking weird, weird i don't weird, think they'll weird. split people up as much in the show because it gets very expensive, right? Yes. I think that people will be kept together more. Yeah. I think that I, I think that Cad Swain will be written very differently for the show. Yeah. Because here's the thing. They have to. If you put Cad Swain in the show the way that she's written in the books, the she, you're, they'll, they will get torn apart. Yeah. They will get torn apart for writing. And it's in the books, right? But they will get torn apart for writing her as the most cliched version of the like abusive grandmother stereotype and they like the show will be mocked for it because it's 2022 and we just don't write women so stereotypically anymore yeah but Kat Swain is the Kat Swain is a stereotype she's not a real character she doesn't have depth she's just a mean bully all the time and she might have depth later yeah at this point yeah, yeah I'm I'm very open to seeing another side of this character but we have not seen it yet. Yeah. And so I think that people who have read the entire series are like, no, you guys, just get to the part where Cat Swain gets good. And I'm I'm open to it. I'm not I'm not gonna stop reading. I love these books. But yeah. like right now, Cat Swain is a stereotype, and they can't introduce her as this stereotype in the show because it it, it will turn people off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially if she's smacking people and like like they 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 have to write her differently. Yeah. In order to make her feel like a real person. Yeah. Because she kind of doesn't right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that. She does feel almost like a caricature. And, um, oh, Philip says the problem is I don't know what the purpose of having Alana in the show is if she doesn't bond him. The problem is I don't know because I haven't read the rest of the book. So, like, yeah, I... Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't we'll know. We'll have to see. Yeah. It's weird. It, it's it, And it's going to be weird and we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out, um, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I am excited to see how this book ends and, and where these threads keep going, but... Yeah. Yeah, man. It's it's weird. It's weird to read. Anyways. MJ Bull brings up that Alana mm-hmm. bonding him was convenient for when Aleda's delegation kidnapped him. Kind of, but also, but also if Perrin. you can't track an army... <laughs> yeah, like, like If you can't okay? track the, what is it, 90 horses of those Aes Sedai and their warders, if you can't follow them, you can't track worth shit. Yeah, like, they may not be split up they in the same the way. They take the road to Tarvalon. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, and that's how Perrin is able to... Yeah, I, oh, I don't know. Oh, but knowing that he was kidnapped. I don't I don't know mm, how they're going to... That's actually, yeah. ...figure that out. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But also, do they do they stuff Rand in a box? I don't know. Maybe it'll I be... Maybe it'll be, like, a Brigitte situation where Alana bonds Rand to save his life or something. And so they won't. Oh, to soften it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or maybe they'll make it consensual. 
Maybe. 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 Um. After Moraine dies, um, Alana will approach Rand about it, and maybe. they'll take out the they'll take out the consent problem, but they'll keep the bonding there. Maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find out. I don't know. We'll find out. But I, I do know. agree. I don't think it'll be in the show. Not in this way. Yeah. Um. We cut over to Varen for a really interesting final piece because. This get this got weird for me. Mm-hmm. I this Varian might be the most interesting character in the books right now because she's like so sus, but also we don't know why. And now like her and Cat Swain are gonna like confide in one another, and I'm like, okay, so maybe Varian is not is but, not like a dark friend. She just like manipulates people for her own means. I don't know. At the end of this section. First of all, we find out that Varen has been exiled. Super yeah. interesting. I yeah. want to know why. Yeah. But at the end of this section, Cat Swain is like, I'm going to teach him how to cry. And then Varen puts the poison away. Was Varen about to kill Cat Swain? And why didn't she go through with it? Varen, you would have been my hero. I don't know. I would have loved you forever. I don't know if it's poison. What What else would it be? It might be like she some was kind kill of Kat like Swain. truth serum. I don't know. I know. She's like. I don't know what it was. She puts away po- it is poison. And she should have gone through with it. I don't. I don't think it was poison. I think it was if poison. If Cat Swain had dropped dead, there would have been that. No, there. The, no, 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 no. It cannot have been poison. There's what? No way. What else would it be? Fork root? What? She's gonna take away Cat Swain's ability to channel for what? So that she can compel her to like do what? Like she's compelled all the other Aes Sedai who swore fealty to Rand. But the problem with fork root is that you're still aware. So like, oh, but oh, okay. So maybe no, because she can't compel her. Why? Because she can't use the one power. They're in farmatting. Oh, right. Uh, no, I legitimately think Varen was about to murder Cat Swain, and then Cat Swain said the right thing, and so Varen was like, because uh, Varen says that she's happy that she's sure of Cat Swain now, but I don't know what that means. And I think that Varen was about to kill Cat Swain. No, I don't think it's poison. I'm saying. I, I'm what saying else no. would it be? Something to knock her out, or or like a like a veritaserum kind of For deal. What I, purpose, though? I don't know, but I don't think it was poison. That doesn't make sense to me. I think it's poison. All right, bet. Bet. <laughs> don't know what we're betting. We usually don't, but that's more fun that way. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was poison. Nerdy says Varen must be Black Aja because she spares can't swim. <laughs> oh, my God. Jason Farley, I don't know what you super chatted, but it got deleted. So thank thanks, you for the super chat. Thanks for the super chat. Guys, I do not know how many times I have to say this. Do not confirm or deny stuff that we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Please. That is spoiling. And if it's something that we missed, again, like I said, give us the joy that you have had in finding those things out on rereads. Please. I'm I'm, I'm begging you guys. Our (laughs) mods are trying to just fucking... It was an aphrodisiac. Varen was down to get turned. Yes, lick waffles. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Y'all! That's it. That's Um, the end of the book. Yeah, yeah, that's it. No, it's not. Next week's the end of the book. Uh, Our one-year anniversary stream uh, of the book book club. club. We will be doing the rest of Winter's Heart. We will find out um, if anything happens in this book. Mm -hmm. Um, Things have happened, but if if like if anything resolves in this book, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm team. I don't think there's going to be much of a resolution unless we get a chapter like Rand like suddenly going to Ilian to fight Samael. Like I just I don't think we're going to get much resolution here. I think it's going to be interesting, and I hope that it continues. I hope that it is more like this last section of reading than I think the first two sections of reading hit me of this book. Yeah. Um, this was great. Uh, I really enjoyed a lot of it. I think Matt is just such a great perspective character. And uh, I'm I'm legitimately interested in a lot of what is going on right now. 
Which is fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I was definitely convinced that we were going to get some resolutions at the end of this book. And now because of all the things going on, I don't know if that's true or what those resolutions might be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I was convinced that we were going to resolve the parent stuff in this book. I don't know if we are. I think we might stay in formatting for a bit or the mat stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't I don't even know if the parent stuff is going to come back. So it's it is it is all very strange. I have a feeling Matt might escape Abu Dar by the end of the book. Yeah. But he won't. But like his story with the Sanchin can't be over yet because here's the thing. I don't think Matt marries two on this book. No. So I just don't like he might escape Abu Dar, but I don't think his storyline on the coast is done. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I feel like they're gonna, like, escape, and they, like, Tuan, like, discovers them because she's stalking Matt, and they have to take Tuan with them so that she doesn't, like, raise the alarm. It would be great if the reveal is that Tuan hates the Sanchen, and she, like, is like, oh, you're escaping? Yes. Please take me with you. Yeah, maybe. Which that actually would be could be the storyline, because it could even be a fake. Like, maybe she, like, doesn't mean it. But she just wants to learn about Randland to try and conquer it better. And in doing so, she finds out that the Sanchen are the worst. And so she changes her mind. And yeah. that's what causes her and Matt to fall in love. Yeah. Yeah. Even though she does not have those tickle biddies. Do we want to read the first sentence of the next book? Are we going to start doing that on the regular? Or was that just sure. the last week thing? I can pull up chapter 26. I don't know. It, it may not give us any information. But it also, it might be fun. <laughs> All right, y'all. This is going to be the first chunk of chapter 26, Expectation. Walking across the brown grassed village green of Emmons Field with Egwene. Elaine. Oh, they're in Teleran Riyadh. Oh, okay. okay. I was like, Egwene and Elaine are in Emmons Field? What the fuck is happening? Yeah. Walking across the brown grassed village green of Emmons Field with Egwene, Elaine felt saddened by the changes. By the changes? She's never been to Emmons Field before. Maybe she's. I don't know. What? Egwene seemed stunned stunned by them. Oh my god, I can't read. This is why I don't read on video. Um, when she first appeared in Teleran Riyadh, a long braid had dangled down Egwene's back and she was in plain woolen dress. Good to Rivers yeah, Wall. Mm-hmm. Of all things, with stout shoes oh, okay, we get peeking outfit. out beneath her skirts as she walked. God damn it. Clothes. Elaine yes. supposed it was the sort of clothing she had worn when she lived in the two rivers. Now her dark hair hung about her shoulders secured by a small cap of fine lace with her garments and her garments were as fine as Elaine's. Of course. A rich blue embroidered. Oh, we're reading the whole thing. No, it's just outfits. We don't care about the outfits. With silver on the bodice and a high neck as well as along the hem of her skirt and her cuffs. Okay, we get it. Silver worked velvet slippers replaced the thick leather shoes. Elaine needed to maintain her focus to keep her own green silk riding dress from altering, perhaps in embarrassing fashion, but for her friend without any doubt... The changes were deliberate. Uh-huh. Uh, cool. All right. More agreeing. Uh Anna, welcome Anna back to the Nerd Anna says, we were table. the number one podcast on their Spotify wrapped. Let's go. You know why that is, right? Thank you. You want to know what that was? It's so long. It's because our podcast is three fucking hours long. Because we can't keep it below that for some reason. Yeah, it's 145. Yeah. Wow. So long for sentence. Clothes time. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah. 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 All hey, right. At least it wasn't like, and her breasts heaved underneath the weight of all of the chains That's and jewelry. True. Lan's, Lan's necklace hung deep in uh, Nynaeve's cleavage all like right. cum that had dripped oh my God. and drizzled from the tip of his penis Jesus after he Christ. dicked her down in the room all morning. Michael, uh, <laughs> thank you for that super chat. Now I'm interested to read an abridged wheel of time that is only clothing descriptions. Probably be. <laughs> that like, makes one of us. Probably be like eight books at least. 
Uh, <laughs> if you had written the Wheel of Time with everyone naked, the books would have been so thin. Yeah, it's true, honestly. But how will we know if they're not, If we, mm -hmm. how will we know where people are from if they don't describe the hat that everyone from that place wears? Yes, or the mustache. Mm -hmm. um, Y'all, thank you for another uh, amazing book club. Um, we are going to be here next week. It is December 23rd. You can't call that abridged, that's you, funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, it, it is the day before Christmas Eve, and so, you know, if you can't be there live, I understand you're with your families, or you're, I don't know. Or maybe you don't celebrate Christmas. Maybe you're doing other things. And you're doing other stuff. But, but come like, hang out. the world takes holidays, When is Hanukkah so this year? I, I have no idea. I'm, I, I have no idea. But, uh, yeah, but we're gonna, we're gonna be there. We're gonna be here, not here. We're gonna be in Calgary doing this, doing book club. Uh, Turvok, I know the dollar sign blinks in YouTube chat. I'm sorry about that. I, I, I wish that I could, like, turn that off. Because I, I think it's, like, weirdly, Blinks? if you're watching a live, the, like, the dollar sign will, like, light up and stuff to try and get you to... sign. Uh, if you're, like, watching a live, the, like, where you press to, like, do super chats and stuff. It, like, flashes at you? Yeah, to, like, not, it's not super, it's not, like, super bright, but it's just enough that it, like, draws your eye to it. And I, I, look, I, I'm, I, this is how I make money, like, you know, but even I'm kind of, like, come uh -huh. on, like... If I did people, not know that. That's not. I don't. If people want to yeah. do it, they will do it. I right? know. You know. And like, I appreciate everyone who super chats. I like. It is yeah. beyond what we expect. There's yeah. no expectation here, right? This is free content. If you want to donate, if you want to super chat, if you want to do that stuff, if you want to be blue and fucking gift memberships every fucking day. Fucking mad lad. I, I appreciate the heck out of it. It's so kind. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. I I just I um, we don't have goals. We don't do stuff like that because we don't want to feel like it's like. Yeah, we never want anyone to feel like you're pressured, and especially, yeah. like, the holidays are crazy for people. Like, t go take care of yourselves. Yeah. We're here. We love doing it. We appreciate you all for being here. Um, It is one of those things where, like, it, it, like, it is crazy to think about. Like, it, I, I try not to look at the numbers, but, like, knowing that there are a couple hundred people here which could fill almost a Broadway theater. Yeah. That is very special to us yeah and so thank you and and i know people can't be here live and they watch it afterwards and we appreciate you just as much but um it, it, it's special and it means a lot and and we we love you guys you see some of you got a little bit excited with the spoilers so just you know just take it take a moment please. you know the fact that this podcast in the past year has crossed four hundred thousand views and downloads that's crazy like the the the, the nerdy wordy book club is like almost at a a uh, half a million views Dang, yeah. across all platforms, right? Across podcasts. And yeah, so like, yeah. thank you. I, <laughs> I like, it's, it's wild that anyone cares enough about what we think of these books to, for a half, it, to, and, and uh, we're not there, but like, I, I think by the end of a memory of light, like this will have been a half a million view experience. And that's, that's, that's nuts. Wild. <laughs> wild. Uh, to Thanos, welcome back to the nerd table. Thank you. We appreciate yeah. you. And McNeil, uh, thank you for that super chat. It don't mean a thing if you ain't got that swing. Tyler, thank you Tyler, for thank you. super chat. Hit that like button. Hit that like button. Smash, Smash it. it. Like Lan and Nynaeve. Um, <laughs> like Cat Swain did Ryan's face. Wow. Blue, thank you. You don't. Blue. I, blue. God damn it, Blue. Blue, thank you so God, much. I, dude, I don't know what to do with you, Blue. Uh, yeah, what are we supposed to do with what you? We, what, we supposed, what are we supposed to do with you, Blue? Wow, what are we supposed to do? It's Blue. Glenn Peterson, uh, my super chat's can be thought of as prepayment for future Lord debates I plan to participate <laughs> in. I can't wait. Guys, the, the weird uh, thing is, once we've read the books, I'm excited for like the streams after that, where we can actually like 
talk about it. I know. We've literally talked about, once we're done Wheel of Time, do we just do Wheel of Time again to see it's, if it's changed for us, you know? It's tough, right? Because, like... It's weird. Yeah. We don't know what we're going to do We yet. have no idea. We, like, want to move on to the Cosmere because I want to read the Cosmere, but mm-hmm. also there's, like... Do we do, like, a one-a-month, well, one-off every month Wheel of Time stream to, like, keep talking about Wheel of Time as we, like, grow through that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we're going to do it. We're going to have to figure it out. I think the format's going to change, though, because... Still a few months away, you know? There's still a lot of Wheel of Time to talk about once we finish the book. Yeah. 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 Right? Guys, don't make our mods work too hard. Yes. Um, should we do high-low? Yes, we should. This is the segment in the show. This is the only... We, we only have two segments in the show, and it's after... I guess we do the chapter analysis. Um, but uh, high-low is a thing that my family did growing up where we would sit at a dinner table every night and have dinner sometimes. Uh, we were very busy, so, you know, who knows, but... Uh, Whatever we would, you can. We would uh, celebrate our highs, and we would commiserate over each other's lows, because uh-huh. it brought us together as a blended family. You know, I got stepsisters. I got half-brother. You know, we sometimes it can feel like you got to, like, bring everybody together. Uh-huh. And we did that by high-low. So Clarousse is going to do her high. I'm going to do my low. She's going to do her low. And then I'm going to do my high, because we compliment sandwich this biche. Let's go, Clarousse. Winter's Heart, chapter 15 through 25. Give me your high. Okay, I, um, honestly, I am so happy that uh, Aginan and Bethamon communicated because it is so rare in the Wheel of Time that it it brought me so much joy (laughs) for her to be like, hey, so like, here's the situation. Let's work together and figure shit out. And I was like, fucking thank you. Yes, Mm -hmm. Robert Jordan. It was just a little nugget, but I appreciate it. Um, so that is my high. <laughs> um, that's a good high. It's a good uh, yeah. high. I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my low is that Varen did not kill Cat Swing. Wow. No, uh, no, that's kind of a joke. Because I don't know if she was actually going to kill her. I definitely think she was, though. Uh, I think my actual low is the like first half of the Bethaman chapter. I was just like, I didn't, I didn't need the domain shit explained to me again. I didn't enjoy reading it for the like umpteenth time. Um, but the second half of that chapter, it it it, it gets good. So. Yeah. Yeah. Milo is definitely the whole Matt Tylen thing is really fucked up, yeah. especially because all the characters around are like, oh, yeah, this is kind of starting to be fucked up. Oh, well. And I'm like. <laughs> oh, Milo so. is also Ked Swain smacking Rand. Yeah, I, yeah, figured, yeah, yeah. I, I figured that. Um, um, my high is that's hard because this section, honestly, lots of highs. Some good stuff in here. Right. Like yeah. there's a lot of good stuff in here. Mm-hmm. Like honorary mention high. Min wanting Alana to walk in on them, like, like that's so funny and petty of Min, and I love her for I, it. I love her for but it, But yeah. I think that my actual high this week is the moment Rahide tries to draw his sword, and Rand just goes, just no, and the then throat. right in the throat. That was pretty great. I, because it says so much about how far Rand has come, how comfortable he is in hand-to-hand combat, and what the weaknesses of the Ashman are. Ashman and the Mahail's teachings are. And sure. it just speaks to Rand's like intelligence and preparation in taking the Ashman to formatting for this fight. You're like, oh, like his work here is paying off. Yeah. In this a was way all that, intentional. Yeah, I really loved it. I just yeah. thought it was it was such a good moment. And reading it, I was like, yes, Rand. Like I got that, like, I'm so excited for the protagonist feeling that I love in media. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 like... Jonathan like, Spears, thank you for that super chat. Wait, oh no, wait, we also got a... We also got another ner- Narg. Um, uh, Lightblind Fool, thank you for becoming a Narg. Uh, we'll read Lightblind Fools in a second, because it's part of Smut Corner. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Jonathan Spears, shared pain is lessened, shared joy increased, thus we do refute entropy, Spider, and Gene Robinson. I don't know who that 
it Shared is. pain is lessened, shared joy increased, thus we do refute entropy. I love that. Mm-hmm. That is a beautiful quote. Yeah. I don't know who Spider and Gene Robinson are, though. Is that yeah. like Robinson Caruso? I have I have no idea. I would love to know what that quote's from, Jonathan, because I, I I love that. That's that's a beautiful sentiment. Mm-hmm. Um, if you uh, like this video, like and subscribe to the channel. If you like the podcast, uh, leave a five-star review. We need to go back to reading those. So leave, uh, go to yeah. your iTunes, leave a five-star review yeah. uh, so that we can read whatever you write. People have made us say some weird shit in the past. Uh, we want to do that more. So definitely go do that. Mm-hmm. Leaving a five-star review is like th- the best thing you can do for podcasts. Yeah, uh, super easy to do. And so it helps us please, a lot. please, 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 please. Uh, thank if you. If you want to follow us around the internet, you can do that. I'm at Nerdy Nightly. I'm at Claris Polaris. And this podcast is brought to you by Audible. Audible is a subscription service that allows you to download people's words that have been spoken aloud into a microphone um, somewhere else. So that you don't have to pay someone to come read to you at night. In person, yeah. It's, yeah. It makes it really convenient. So thank you, Audible, for that. Um, it's, it, look, it's put a lot of bedtime readers out of jobs. Uh, but, uh, you know, I am happier now that I don't have someone coming over every night and sitting there watching me fall asleep. It was always weird. Yeah, super weird. And but... they had a key to my house. So it's like... <sighs> We're safer this way. You really have to trust your bedtime reader and... I just don't know that it's I always did. Hard to find did. a good one. Hard yeah. to find a good one, you know? So if you want to fire your bedtime reader and not have that stranger in your house every night, go to audibletrial.com slash nerdynightly and get your free month of Audible and a free audiobook on me uh, and Clarus. Merry Christmas. And, and happy Hanukkah. Smudge and butter. happy Kwanzaa and oh. whatever else you might celebrate. Yeah, um, happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays, y'all. Stay warm. Please. God, and you so know, cold here. You know what's a good way to stay warm? Sex. Sex. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about sex, baby. All right. Light Blinded Fool. Uh, thank you for being a narg. Smut Corner. Aludra shows Matt how to make fireworks, and then Matt shows Aludra how to make fireworks. I like it. I like pop, it. Pop, pop, pop. I like um, it. Yeah. I think um, I like that Aludra's leading Matt on. She's like. I think she might die. I, I think, think Tyler, might, Tyler might murder her. Probably. Uh, I think she's a demisexual, though, and she's like, I do want to have sex with him, but I need to make sure the emotional connection's there first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to yeah. hang out a little bit first, which they definitely are. A lot of kissing. Thousand percent. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, I'm here for it. I think uh, I. Th- this might be just a me thing. Uh, this isn't smut corner for the books. It's a smut corner for me. I want to have sex with a golem and just feel the like his dick in me like expanding and contracting. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, if he can, like, squeeze into any hole. I was just... I'm just... Picturing the, um, the, uh, the boys episode. Yeah, exactly. Exactly like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, right? no, no. I hate it. Robert Jordan I, keeps writing that he can squeeze into any hole, and I'm oh like, all right. Oh, my God. My legs have just clamped up. I can't even do Smut Corner. I, that, no, I can't. That, that, if you haven't watched the boys and you don't like gore, uh, don't watch it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, I ah. I would also if I was if I was writing these books there would be so many more times where like it's like an um, Avienda yeah. POV chapter yeah. and she's doing something completely unrelated and then right in the middle of it Min and Rand start having sex and she like, like doubles over in a hallway God damn it stop it okay so why hasn't the golem tried the Ant-Man Thanos method on on Matt oh do you the think famous? That, yeah, do you think that, like, you can't get in the butthole? Is that, like, the one place he's forbidden? <laughs> the one hole he can't squeeze into. <laughs> no buttholes. Because it's too much like the Dark One's taint. He, he, No, the golem actually can't get too close to the taint. 
Oh, but he, but the dark mm. one. Okay, so when the dark one made the golem, he was like, "You cannot get too close to the taint." And the golem took that literally and thought that the dark one meant like a human taint. Like, a, yeah, 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 yeah. But the dark yeah. one meant his taint. Gotcha. Um, and so it's it's actually just a it's it's a misunderstanding between the golem and the dark. Of course, one. <laughs> communication, guys. Communication. Oh my god. That's that's this is the the theme of the Wheel of Time books. I would love if uh, like Matt gets worried about the golem trying to squeeze in his butthole, so he starts wearing his fox head medallion in his crack, so the golem can't get in there. But no, here's the thing: it, it the can golem dies. The golem dies trying to squeeze into Matt's butthole because that's where the fox head medallion is, and he gets trapped in like the inner circle of it. Oh my! <laughs> Be, Matt's butthole presses the golem into the fox head medallion, killing the golem. And that's how he dies. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why the fuck are y'all still here? <laughs> that has to be the end. I know we can't go further than that. I don't think I no, I think that's it. Ooh. Um no. Maybe it can maybe uh Varen and Ketsween finally confide in one another and then oh they confide in one another, you know? Oh my god. Thank you so much, mods, for another great week of everything that you do. And everyone, that is the Nerdy Wordy Book Club. We appreciate you. For today. We will see you all uh, next week for the finale of Winter's Heart. Do something nerdy tonight. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.